Hello, promoters, and welcome to another episode of Roll Up, the official Phil Singer Games podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Fain, and I am joined this week by the birthday boy himself, the tournament master. He's actually noshing on some cake. I can I can see it. I wish I could taste it. Uh, oh, it's it's good. It's good. I, yeah, you know, we're joined by a, a plethora of, <laughs> of live attendees, and, and Chad Olson just said, you didn't bring cake for everyone, and I kind of got to agree with Chad on this one. <laughs> I mean, the least you could have done is, like, order us up something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I should have sent Uber Eats out to everybody with some cake, yeah. No, no, I kid. It's all a jest. Uh, how are you, man? I'm doing all right. It's been a uh, been a wild uh, past week here for me. So yeah, uh, yeah just got back from uh, Las Vegas for a couple of days. There, I was That's out there right. for my my fantasy draft, my 25th year, uh, year of my fantasy league. We decided we'd many years ago to Las Vegas. Then you know, so uh, it, it came to fruition, and uh, it was That's a lot of fun. Crazy. That's awesome. I'm I did get to see uh, Zeke there, who is uh, joining us as well. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We've got a, an all-star guest list here. Um, no one's getting turned away from the door today. Uh, we also, of course, are joined by our other co-host, Mike Molesky. Mike, how are you? I am fantastic. Happy to participate in the uh, revelry that is the tournament <laughs> <laughs> things things are going to get crazy um well it's good it's good uh to to see everyone uh i'm peachy keen i just wanted to say that i don't know why but it just felt like something to say so peachy keen jelly bean that's me um so <laughs> we are here this week uh of course to celebrate todd's birthday so we're to play it fast and loose we'll get the teasers out of the way uh right up front so everyone can know what's going on in the world of Philsinger games um of course if you're listening to this you probably already have a pretty good idea uh that said 2093 reimagined is coming at us uh is soon uh within within about a month um war games 2093 reimagined and the latest announcement was for astro turk and black hole bart your tag team under card bums uh, meteor storm coming to the gwf and offering their services to the highest bidder will anybody take them up on their offer um i don't think they should i mean that's just mm-hmm. me like if i was a, a a manager i wouldn't want them on my team uh but the artwork looks great uh, i'm digging the, the the mustache here uh and, and the cowboy hat on uh that's AstroTurk, right? And the other one's Black yeah. Hole Bart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, good old Baldy Black Hole Bart. Um, looking great. Mm-hmm. Looking like the undercard bums that they should be. Todd, what are your thoughts? I got to agree with uh, KB in the chat. It's uh, Yosemite Sam and uh, Elmer Fudd uh, here come to life. I love it. <laughs> um, no, I think these, these guys are great. I, I definitely want, I was, was hoping to, you know, the, the, everything would be a little more goofier uh, look to them. And I think it definitely got that goofy undercard bum look to them. I got to say, I can't wait to put these guys up against the Mulkies. <laughs> that what a year. What a year for uh, undercard tag teams, man. Yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, oh, man, the Mulkies. Gosh, those guys have just... I mean, we're talking like one or two moves uh, on some matches. It's it's fantastic. Everything you could possibly want. Um Barry says Meteor Storm wins in a squash. <laughs> uh, Troy wants in the main event anywhere in the galaxy. Um, so speaking of which, of course, we are indeed joined by uh, some live guests. We got Michael Brada, we got Zeke, we got Barry, we got Chad, we got Tim, we got Corey, we got Thomas Keene, Kevin the Butcher is joining us once again, Carl Zilla, Lee, Troy also here, and uh, Game Time 247, who I should know, but I don't know their shoot name, so uh, I'll just say Game Time 247, and if they chime in with their shoot name, then we'll know, um, uh, unless Todd can correct me here. Um, 
But uh, Thanks, Chris. it's Chris. There we go. Fantastic. Uh, Mike, what are your thoughts here on Meteor Storm? Oh, I mean, I, I love the fact that Werner, especially, you know, AstroTurk to me, absolutely he captured Chuck's original interpretation of the character. Totally. Um, you know, I think that some some people were saying, oh, they wanted a more serious. And I, I not at all for me. I mean, that's exactly how Chuck did him. I think, you know, the reimagined sets are trying to read do these cards in color and sort of update them a little bit and, and do some things, but we're not trying to fundamentally change any of these characters. Um, right. You'll see some of that in Kronos. You'll see some of that in future shock where there's a different, a real different take on the character, but AstroTurk and black hole Bart, I mean, they were comic relief jobbers from the beginning. That's what they were to have them be anything else for this set. would have been a disappointment to me. So I'm really thrilled with what Werner, Werner came up with, especially uh, for AstroTurk. I mean, that's just, I mean, he's not Yosemite Sam. He, he, he only could aspire to be Yosemite Sam. Let, let, let's, right. let's be honest here. No, I agree. The artistic license with the mustache in particular, uh, is, is pretty fantastic, uh, for AstroTurk. Uh, Bart looks pretty much the same, you know, obviously it's a, it's a bit different cause it's a different artist, but, uh, as far as the overall character design, it's pretty much the same as the original. So, uh, it, it, exciting, uh, you know, 2093, um, of course brought us some, some awesome names and we've already got some awesome names announced, um, for this set. And, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the art. Um, speaking of which, we had the art for Trish Adora on the Best of the Women Indies come up. Uh, the Afro Punk, uh, great art. I, I think uh, it, it just it really that background uh, is is perfect, um, and and the artwork I think really captures uh, her essence. You know, as well as the the muscles. Uh, she's, she's a sculpted lady. Um, Trisha Dora is, uh, the pan African world diaspora champion. Um, she of course was trained by, uh, team 3d, uh, as well as training under Jonathan Gresham and uh, the world famous CB actually trained with them, uh, at the ROH dojo. And then of course, uh, uh trained kind of under beside, however you want to say it, uh, them. Um, She's made quite a name for herself on the indie scene over the past couple of years. Uh, you know, we've said this time and time again, and I feel like it, 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 the reason why is because it rings so true, uh, is that a number of indie performers really took the pandemic as an opportunity to, you know, hone their craft, hone their skills, and, and really, really uh, uh, work with promotions that we're still putting on shows. And I, I think we've seen uh, a lot of the, you know, the cream of the crop rise to the top uh and and trish is definitely one of those uh uh, people i I think that she's arguably one of the best women wrestlers on the indie scene today uh she's put on great matches including a 60 minute uh uh, match uh uh, at the end of 20 or no beginning of 2020 i believe which really kind of helped to put her on the map uh going into the pandemic uh which is also around the time that she won the pan-african diaspora world championship um and she's you know done some awesome things with ring of honor recently uh, participating in their uh, women's championship tournament. Uh, I guess that's not recently. I guess it's a year ago now, but um, time flies. Uh, so what a fantastic name to add to the game. Uh, Washington Post actually ran an article on her uh, last November. Um, and, you know, even the I think that the part of the reason why they ran the article on her is because she's from the area. Uh, there was no denying that a lot of the content of the article, uh, I, I think, went far beyond just a local story for someone who's from the Washington, D.C. area. Um, she's she's really, uh, I, I think, stepped up um, to to become uh, uh, one of the leading names on the indies, and, and uh, I think the sky's the limit for her, in particular with her appearances on uh, AEW, and of course her involvement with Ring of Honor. I certainly hope that that continues. Uh, Mike, thoughts on Trisha Dora? 
Well, I'm going to throw my quarter in the royalty jar for the uh, Uncharted Territory guys and say I'm not really familiar with her work. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I, uh, um, you know, I think it's she I mean, I've seen some of the people she's wrestled. I've, I've read about, you know, her career. I think it's a fantastic signing. Um, good artwork by Werner. Um, and I'm looking forward to learning more about her, really, as, as, as we go forward. Yeah, I think one of the remarkable things too about her is, is just how well-rounded she is as a competitor. Um, she uses a lot of uh, uh, you know technical wrestling and submission skills, but I mean, obviously, you can just tell from the card art that's not an exact. You know, a lot of times we see Warner's art, and we're just sort of like, oh, he kind of upped the the you know the the muscles on that one or whatever, but not really on Trish. Like she really legit is that you know is is that cut. So uh, she also can get in there and, and, and just you know rumble with the best of them. And one of her finishers is actually called the Lariat Tubman, which is an awesome finisher name and. Uh, and and, and, and that lariat, uh, you know, has put uh, more than a couple of people down, as well as her uh, cattle mutilation submission hold. So, uh, Todd, thoughts on Trisha Dora? Uh, well, yeah, Trisha is definitely a name I've heard a ton about. I've seen her a little bit there, but definitely know she's been gaining a lot of uh, fan support. I think she, if I'm not mistaken, won one PWI, like one of the like top indie awards last year. And that definitely caught my attention that I think it was in the fan votes. Uh, she was one of the top uh, award uh, winners or, or places there. And I was like, okay, she seems to be gaining some steam and started seeing a lot more for her. So when we came towards building the set, that was definitely a name. That I was like, okay, this is probably somebody that should be in the set this year. Uh, yeah. And uh, probably it was our last name. Uh, while we were still designing the set, we had like an open uh, spot that we had somebody penciled in for that, you know, we will hopefully be able to do a card for soon. But uh, once uh, Ty was able to hear back from Trish and uh, get her in the set, we was like, OK, no, we're definitely going to have her in there. And uh, she um, uh, gave some great feedback just on what she wanted with the art. She was, you know, very engaging uh, with Ty just about, you know, what, you know, how the art should be. So you know, she gave it a couple shots that didn't were kind of tough for you know would be tough for Warner to use kind of in our typical profile there gave her a couple other options and she was like oh no let's go with definitely this look here you know and um and I think she she really liked the art too so which is which is always great yeah that's fantastic uh worth noting I don't know if this is what you were talking about but one of the cool things about Trish uh that uh, quite frankly I, I should have put in that write-up is that she was actually ranked last year uh at number 44 on the PWI 500 that's right I didn't say the women's 150 but the PWI 500 so the actual list right. that they yeah. and, and that's the highest rank that a woman has ever had before um I haven't looked closely at this year's list i just kind of looked at the top 20 so i don't know if there are any women on the list this year um i imagine there are because there were i think there were like 20 women total last year um but uh a pretty pretty awesome uh, accomplishment for her and uh i actually wanted to throw it over real quick i know he said he was having some internet issues earlier so hopefully he's with us right now but knowing you know that zeke uh, is a little familiar with her i wonder if zeke is with us and if he can uh, uh talk a little bit about trish Yes, he's there. He's there. He's muted. There, right. He's unmuted. I'm, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm having really bad internet problems, which is kind of pausing on me, so I apologize. It looks like I got a message to unmute, so um, sorry about the delay. Uh, no, no worries. What was, what was the question? I missed it. Yeah, it's okay. I was just, Obviously, you're familiar, uh, a bit familiar with Trish uh, Adora, and I wanted to uh, get your thoughts on, on Trish, uh, you know, making her way to the game and, and just her accomplishments in general. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Trish Trish Trisha Dor is great. I um, I saw her live for the first time at the uh, 
at the uh, what, what you call it, the collective in Indianapolis in 2020 at uh, the the Ford Culture Show. Uh, Honor Women's Championship Tournament made it to the semifinals. She beat um, what did she? Uh, I think Marty Bell, and I think she beat the uh, uh, second round. I don't remember, but she lost to uh, she lost to last week's announcement to Miranda Alize in the semifinal. Yeah, she's a great signing. Um, she's actually going to be at a show I'm going to on Saturday. I'll have to thank her for being Yeah, that's an excellent. You you can make an argument that she should be the big announcer. Yeah, I know that why the announcer is going to be announced. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I completely, I completely agree with that. And uh, Mike Molesky chiming in that Trish is number 50 on this year's PWI. So she dropped a couple of slots, but it's all good. Uh, and Corey uh, uh, shooting us a message saying that Lainey Luck uh, was also uh, on the PWI 500, which uh, is, is awesome. Um, yeah, it's so cool to see uh, that we've got you know a very diverse roster of women in this indie set uh, in particular, which you'll continue to see as, as more names are announced. But also, just in general, you look at women's wrestling, and I know one of the things that Trisha Dora mentioned in the article in the interview from the Washington Post was that when she was growing up and started watching wrestling, that it was Jacqueline that actually was the first wrestler that really kind of drew her in to see you know uh, not only uh, a woman but a woman that was portrayed as as strong uh, and. And sexy and you know and happened to be black as well was incredibly important to her um, and and I think that you know Trisha Dora kind of carries that legacy on uh, very very well um, as do a lot of the other women that are uh, involved in this set and just again on the indie scene today in particular um, the other woman that she beat uh, in the ROH Women's Championship Zeke I looked it up while you were talking was Allison Kay so I mean as far as names to beat like I mean you, you know you're taking down Marty Bell uh, and, and and Allison Kay um, the Hex the tag team champions, uh, NWO Women's Tag Team Champions. But um, uh, I think uh, I, I, I'm just really excited that she's in the game. And for me, I think in a lot of ways, yeah, I would agree, Zeke, she is kind of the headliner. And, he, you know, I, I might have tipped my hand a bit when I was writing the um, uh, the teaser because I did put that, uh, you know, that that her, uh, uh, she was one of the most exceptional talents working on the indie scene today. And, and, and I do, I, I do believe that. And I think, you know, again, it's just a testament to her skills that she was ranked um, so highly in the PWI 500, um, which is, which is pretty damn cool. Cool. Uh, Todd, guide us, birthday boy. Where are we headed to next as far oh. as Phil Singer Games Land? Well, Phil Singer Games Land um, this Friday will be our uh, pre order for the War Games 2093, the uh, Women of the Indies, and the Legends Special Edition card uh, that we will make available on Friday, uh, with kind of the announcement, I guess, around why we're having the special edition card, uh, been seeing the, all the talk online on the, on the message board about, you know, what it could be. Nobody's hit on the, the reason why we have the card. I can't believe no one's guessed Ric Flair yet. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, he just retired uh, last match. I mean, of course we're going to do the card then. So, but, uh, no, yeah. So the, we'll have all the information on that on Friday. And uh, there we go. So, yeah, so I think we're getting about uh, set there. It looks like uh, in just a few minutes, uh, Dynamite will be coming on uh, with the semifinals of the World Championship Tournament uh, that we didn't expect we'd have a week or, a week or so ago. But uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, um, I mean, there's not too much to add to that. Uh, I will there will be no say, media scrum at the end of this. There, podcast. there will be no media scrum. I, 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 I will only, I will only say this: Where's the police report? <laughs> 
All right. Like, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying it's a work, but I just want to know where the police report is. Uh, we'll see. Well, the police denied a call. That was I know. Call me. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but well, what we what we do know uh, or, or, or what we can best guess based on everything that's been put out there. And let's face it, there's been a lot is that CM Punk did indeed tear his tricep. He had surgery for that already. Uh, he's going to be out at least eight months if he is you know, if he comes back at all, um, there's been a lot to make over apparently, uh, WWE and the bucks and Kenny Omega, the young bucks apparently have told Dave Meltzer, take this for what it's worth, that, that, that there's no truth to that whatsoever. Um, nothing about Omega. So who knows? I know he's in Japan right now. He actually, uh, tweeted out a photo, uh, together with Kota Ibushi. Uh, so the, so the two of them are, are hanging out, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with Ibushi because obviously he's kind of burned his bridge with new Japan. Um, although I'm sure that uh, they would be happy to have Kenny back, so so we'll we'll see what happens as far as all that's concerned. Uh, it could be a very interesting landscape uh, in, in a few months' time. Um, oh, that said, uh, looks like we're just about to lose TK. TK, uh, before you go, if you just want to say hi, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Hi guys. Bye guys. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just starting up dynamite right now. It uh, looks like Moxley versus Sammy Guevara is going to open up the show here. So kind of what I was thinking here is uh, we, you know, just kind of be casual. Anybody who's watching it, feel free to watch, but otherwise we can kind of go around the room, Sam, if you want to kind of, you know, pick on anybody here to kind of, you know, the question for them or if they have a question for us or anything else. And I figured during commercial breaks, we'll do a little bit of a, we could do a little bit of break in the action, and I do have a tournament that we will be running tonight during the commercial breaks to determine the best AEW wrestler that we have a Phil Stern Games card for amongst uh, what we feel here. Um, so I'll take five. Well, I mean, the winner's the walking down the aisle right now. So You know, in all likelihood, yes, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> maybe afterwards we'll have, to put, them all, we'll have to put them in the simulator and uh, simulate out some matches between these guys, too. We'll yeah, see. right. I have a feeling that, uh, that that Mox's card isn't isn't as strong as it, as it should be in order to, to beat all of those names. But You're, you're probably right. You yeah. know, that's okay. That's That's what special projects are for down the road that we will perhaps be able to talk about more later. There we go. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's see. All right. In the top left corner, I have Michael Bratta. Michael is here in Chicago. Uh, well, I say here in Chicago. Unfortunately, I'm in the burbs right now, but, uh, I've been splitting my time between the city and the burbs. Michael, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Good, 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 good. What's been going on in your world recently? Oh, we just started, um, I work for the park district as some of you might know. So we just started classes this week. So it's just getting back into the grind and getting into the, you know, the class schedule and stuff. For sure. Yeah. My daughter actually just started preschool, uh, at the park district out here, um, which has been, which has been great. Uh, Bloomingdale park district gets, gets an A plus from me. So, um, as far as wrestling goes, what are you, what are you watching lately? Um, I'm watching a lot of stuff on YouTube, really. Um, I've started uh, getting into, I think I might do a Portland Fed um, with the Phil Singer game. So I started trying to watch um, a lot of uh, Portland stuff. And I also have a book called uh, Katie Bar the Door, Mm -hmm. which I think I forget. uh, Rogers' last name, I can't remember. I think maybe Mark Rogers who wrote it. And it's basically like a year-to-year little synopsis of what was going on every month in uh, Portland. So. He was, he's very good. It's Mike Rogers and he, he's very good. He used to do a, a newsletter called ring around the Northwest 
and oh, cool. he's he's one of the best historians for that area. So that that I've got the book as well, and I'm reading it too. So I'm uh, I'm really uh, enthralled by it so far. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll have to check that. I, I'd heard of it. Uh, I recognize the name when you mentioned Michael, but I, yeah, I don't have it. So uh, I'll certainly have to check that out at some point. Uh, and I've been watching a lot of Smoky Mountain as well. So nice. catching up on stuff that they got to Tim. <laughs> As I say, yeah, Tim, Tim can talk a lot to that. Um, that's very, very cool. As, as far as like your roster, because you know there are some names that are missing, you know, for both of those uh, uh, promotions. Um, if you're, you know, if you're building a promotion, who, who are maybe some of the substitutes, if you will, that you bring in for some of the names that we don't actually have cards for? That's a good question. I haven't thought that far, but it, like I went back in the book, so I've looked at some guys that have maybe appeared like years before like mad dog vashant had been there and um don leho jonathan so i'm thinking about maybe just doing an overall almost classic so you know have buddy rose in there and uh you know but he might you know be with you know or you know fight against mad dog vashant or you know pepper gomez was also somebody that was in there in earlier years so Nice. A lot of the guys from Vancouver or from California made their way there. So you've got the Destroyer was there for a while. Nick Bockwinkel was actually there for a while and held the title, too. So there, there's a bunch of guys that you can probably find that, that have made some impact up there. Yeah, one of the interesting things, like Tim said, about Bockwinkel and stuff, and I think Steve Regal, who we have a card for, is they wrestled as faces back then. So it's like, so do you make <laughs> them a face or do you just, you know, go with what their cards are that are predominantly heel in the Phil Singer games? So. It's up it to you, It was promoter. a different destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to throw that out there. <laughs> Later, there was a different destroyer, but in the... Uh, early 50s there it was uh dick buyer it was dick buyer okay. yes yeah i'm familiar with the other destroyer in portland that's carl zilla joining us folks uh, i know he came yep. a little late after we did some of the intros there <laughs> Good. Thank thanks you, for joining carl mm-hmm. oh but by the way happy birthday todd um oh speaking of which yeah. i didn't want to show this off so uh, one birthday gift I got here that uh, is a Star Wars uh, set here of a looks like a little Tauntaun and a little uh, at at with a guy riding on top. Very uh, not 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 quite to scale, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> it's pretty cute. So I think uh, so. My very son nice. Ryan, my son Ryan is going to join me in a little bit. I think we're going to put this together during the podcast so we can give an update by the end here. So. <laughs> Nice. I uh, love it. I love it. Um, so immediately to my right in the room uh, is Tim Dalton. Uh, of course, we, we heard Tim uh, chime in, uh, the, the font of knowledge that he is. Uh, how Sorry are you, about Tim? that. No, no, I'm, I'm glad you did. I'm doing well. Good, good. It's I'm good to see well, you. I'm doing well, Sam. And ha- happy birthday, Todd. Glad to be here. And Thanks for joining, uh, Tim. You know, it, 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 uh, you know I'm, I'm retired. I have uh, nothing to do. Uh, other than play Destroyer Park Golf, so that, I was that, just that, getting ready I, to I, I ask. <laughs> as, you know, as you know, as the as the weather begins to change and you know the, the leaves begin to turn colors, uh, is Destroyer Park Golf still something that you will be able to do uh, uh, for a little while yet, or, or do they kind of oh, shut yeah, things they'll, down? They'll 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 stay open until the weather gets bad enough where they can't stay open anymore. So um, you know, every year they just kind of go based on the weather. So, October fifteenth, um, then you know it, it, it's going to be open for a few more weeks anyway. <laughs> very cool. This very cool. First snowflake hits. That's when they close it, or uh, no, not yeah, no. Hey, we're weeks. hardy here in that Buffalo. Would be next week. Those, are, those are big golf balls, so yeah, you can you can make it there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you get the yellow, or you get you get a nice bright colored one. I mean, you'll see that in the snow. It's not a problem. 
Uh, so, nice. so w- w- one thing I did not get for my birthday this year that I was hoping for was a, a T-shirt. And uh, I just didn't know where to send my wife. Tim, did you have any idea where you could go to get a good T-shirt these days? You know, I got a great idea for you, Todd. I mean, you can go to tkostore.com. That's T-E-E-K-O store.com. You can get your roll-up merchandise there. You can get your Uncharted Territory merchandise there. You can get MMA merchandise. I mean, it's all there. It's all there for you. It's just a click away. You just go to the internet, tkostore.com. It's just a great resource for all of us. And you should buy every freaking T-shirt that you possibly can so that we can at least make, you know, a dollar and a quarter. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds good to me. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> hey, you know what? Every 125 of those pennies, it all helps. Uh, <laughs> so what else is going on in your world? Are you, are you watching anything? Are you, have, you, have you broken out the dice recently? What's, uh, what, what else is happening as far as wrestling is concerned? Um, you know, I watch on and off. I mean, I, um, I'm, I'm still, you know, the, the current product doesn't exactly thrill me, but I, I, uh, I, I do watch uh, both WWE and, and uh, AEW every now and then um, have been uh, rolling quite a bit for the uh, the South Coast stuff for our WWWA uh, feds for our, our podcast that we've been you know when we had our draft and we're doing that so trying I'm, I'm a few cards ahead of what I'm posting which I like because that way I can always do revisionist history <laughs> um, so and, and make things kind of fit you know take the square peg and put it in the round hole yeah. So, uh, but but that's been about it, you know. Doing that, doing some uh, some stratomatic baseball for the league that I've got there, and uh, nice. uh, enjoying that. So, um, but yeah, loving life and, and watching. Uh, you know, I'm on the Aaron Judge watch, so I'm I'm just uh, right. waiting, waiting for him hopefully to, uh, to to break the American League home run record. Two homers last night uh, as they were able to get by the Red Sox, which was lovely. Um, it, it's much better than the uh, Mets blowing the NL East uh, lead uh, <laughs> that, uh, that I'm watching here. So Steve Minskoff would be having a coronary if he were oh, alive. God. Steve Minskoff <laughs> really? would be dead if he gonna... were alive. That, that, God, yeah. that is... Uh, <laughs> I, lo- I love Steve, but man, he lived and died by the Mets, and, and that this would, be, this would be roasting him right now. <laughs> yep. You can um, by the Cubs tonight. I'm, 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 I'm hope you're happy. Uh, I, I, look, all I'm saying is the Yankees won last night, and 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 the Cubs. Uh, yes, I'm not. I, I'm I'm okay with it. Cubs have been on a bit of a tear recently, especially by Cubs standards. So uh, the past you know the past six to eight weeks have been nice. Um, well, they, you know, Tim, thank you so much for being here. Uh, actually, you know, I do have one more question for you. Uh, I wanted to ask you, we, speaking about the revisionist history and all of that sort of thing, when you're, you know, doing your write-ups uh, or whatnot, do you, you know, will you roll out those cards ahead of time, like you said, and so maybe you've got, like, results for, you know, three or four weeks in front of you. Do you then go back and kind of, you know, craft what the show looks like, or are you kind of writing as you go along, and then maybe you'll just go back and edit something, depending on what might happen later on? I'll, I'll go back like I, I and, and I, I don't want to spoil too much, but I, I just had a match where depending on who got pinned, it was a tag team match. And depending on who got pinned, determined kind of what the stipulations were for the match, uh, because there was there was one because obviously we just had our, our redraft. And so we've got right. certain people that that are coming off our rosters. And so. I had I had plans for three of the four guys. If they got pinned, then I was going to do X. Uh, but if somebody, if the, if the fourth guy got pinned, then I wasn't going to do it because I, I didn't, 
I, that that result wouldn't fit with what I needed to do for the rest of the the, the year. Um, so yeah, I do I do a little bit of that uh, backwards uh, booking just to kind of make things fit sometimes. Sure. Um, but that's why I like to be a, a few weeks ahead of what I actually post because then I can kind of go back and, and rework things a little. Nice. Yeah, I you know it's funny. I used to basically just post as soon as I you know had finished a card, right? And uh, and then I got into the habit of doing exactly what you were saying uh, with my GWF Classics Fed, um, where I would you know try to bank a few before I was posting. That way, I could in those instances you know maybe maybe change things around a little bit. Especially because Morpheus gave me such a hard time; he would not win the title, and I was really kind of hoping he was going to win the title. And it finally got to the point where it's just sort of like, all right, you know, you've you've lost like three matches in a row including a championship match i've got to i've got to do something you know and so i was able and then to you kind can of... foreshadow a little bit too things to come yes so exactly. i, I kind of like i kind of like being like three weeks ahead yeah or three shows ahead of what i'm posting yeah, that way. Another uh, just speaking of that classics fed, I had something similar uh, with Torin Kalem. It was his retirement year, and I knew at the end of the year, like he's retiring. Uh, but he was involved in my yearly tournament, and uh, I, I knew ahead of time as I was kind of putting these out that he was going to win the tournament, um, which I thought was pretty incredible. And so I was able to really kind of you know foreshadow that with some you know with some packages, you know packages in quotes or whatever, and uh, <laughs> which is fun. You know, it's fun to do. Right. It's, it's what makes the game fun. Um, well, thank you again for being here uh for oh, doing yeah. this My pleasure. Uh, todd's birthday uh todd is the one that's next to you but i'm gonna skip him because it's his birthday and he's a co-host yeah. uh but uh uh next up would be chad olson uh, uh chad how are you doing i am doing awesome happy birthday todd thank you chad and uh happy uh, recent birthday to you and tim you know i i, I think i wish you there but uh, <laughs> wish you officially on a podcast how about that thank you so much well, I'll echo that mainly because I, I I I knew Chad's birthday. I was able to send him a message, but uh, uh, Tim uh, Tim's birthday flew under my radar um, because I don't you know there's, there's no social media to benefit me. Um, he's not sure what that is yet, but he'll figure it out one of these days. Uh, no, I've heard of the Telegraph, and that's where it stops. <laughs> but happy belated Hello? birthday, Tim! Hello? Is this on? Hello? <laughs> How do I turn this on? Uh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Are we live right now? Um, so, uh, Chad, taping this, is that how this works? I, I don't know. <laughs> I have a camcorder. <laughs> um, super eight. Um, what, uh, let's just go, let's go straight for the jugular. Are you reading anything right now? You got any, you got any books on the shelf that you've, uh, that you've pulled down wrestling wise mm-hmm. recently? Oh, what have I been reading? Um, I've been looking at the, uh, the four horsemen book by Dick Bourne. Oh, nice. I got the, top of the hall of fame. That's been good. And I started his Canadian book because I couldn't find the Horseman book and it was under a pile, so I picked up another one of those books. Um, I still have the Ryan Solomon Sheik book. I just haven't gotten a chance to crack down on open yet. Um, sure. Yeah, that's about, that's about it right now. For, for I mean, I have a pile to read, and I'm afraid if I go to this, when we go to the CAC in a week, I'll come home with a bigger pile. Hey, um, yeah, right? <laughs> there, I, I, Scott Teal's done some stuff lately that I wanted to check out. Cornette had a good review of his uh, Tennessee Athletic Commission book that just came out recently. So. Very cool. Yeah. Uh- yeah, I uh, th- I thought the Sheik book was great. Um, y- you know, it's it's one of those things that as you're reading it, uh, similar to like the Ken Shamrock book in a way, as I was reading it, I was just sort of like, 
this is incredible. You know, 20 years ago, if somebody would have told me that somebody could do a book like this with this, you know, this amount of research, these amount of you know, interviews, etc. I, you know, I would, I, I never would have believed them. Um, uh, because that's just not the way that wrestling books were written really. Um, if they were written at all. Uh, and, and now, you know, we've got these books coming out that, that rank right up there with, you know, any kind of scholarship, uh, history or biography. So it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, I need to, uh, the, those Dick Bourne books are so good. I need to get mine out. Of course, they're in storage right now, but that's another story. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, because those books are fantastic. I love, I, I love reading them. And the, the nice thing about those is I feel like they're the type of books that if you do pick up, you read a little bit, and then you put it down for a while, you can come back to it. And you're not going to, you oh, know, yeah. you're not going to lose track of the narrative. You're not going to, you know, forget who the characters are or whatever. It's easy enough to right. sort of be a pick up and put down kind of book. Um, no, I mean, he's very, he has a very easy to, to digest storytelling style. It's not, you know, super heavy or anything. So like you said, if you do this, if you do set it down for a while, it's easy to pick back up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as the game, uh, are you, are you rolling anything? Are you, uh, you know, are you doing stats for anything? Or, you know, uh, I did some stats recently for some characters for the pro prime and then for the special edition card that'll be coming out. And that was really, it, it was a character that I was kind of like mm, on. And then I did the stats and watched the footage. I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be awesome. I already thought of some good stuff for this, this here person. <laughs> Look at Mike. Mike is giving me the evil side eye. Like, don't say it. Don't say uh, it. It's I'm actually because my it. TV's my TV's over that way, and I'm just you know watching. Is there, there was, there was no, I couldn't help but look at you sideways. Yeah, whatever. Not, you know, I mean, Anna J and uh, Ty uh, just ran into the yeah. We had some outside interference going on here. Yeah, you know, it's worth noting, by the way, uh, for anyone who might be attempting to to watch along, uh, that this Moxley Guevara match uh, is is pretty great, and uh, it's 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 kind of exactly what you would want, I think, from from these two. The, the fans seem to be digging it. I been able to watch every single second because I've been popping over and looking at all your beautiful faces here in the room with us. Um, well, I'm looking forward to it. It's funny because I mentioned this last week. I don't know if I know who this this, this surprise card is. Uh, I, I could, you know, if I wanted to, I could probably just ask Todd or Mike and they would tell me. But as of yet, unless I've been told and completely forgotten, which is possible right now, I, I don't I know. You after the, after I thought we did tell you, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you yeah. didn't tell me. No, he, didn't, he didn't tell you it was <laughs> Man, you should have seen Mike's hand hit that censor button. Uh, well, do we have to censor it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> could be Mike's bir- or it could be Todd's birthday present. There we could. Maybe that's my birthday present at the end of the, at the end of the the podcast. Here, yeah. so we have to make somebody put it out there for like everybody. The entire thing, right? Yeah. You know, but we do it at a random spot. We add a bunch of time at the end so they can't just skip to the end. That's right. There you go. Uh, so, um, you know, full spoilers, uh, for, for anybody in the room who's not watching, I'm just going to throw it out there, but, uh, uh, John Moxley, uh, it was somewhat predictably, quite frankly, won this match. Um, uh, you know, but I think that that's exactly what should have happened. He's now motioning to the crowd. He's got three fingers up because if he wins the tournament, of course, he'd be a three-time champion. Uh, currently he's the only, well, no, I was about to say he's the only two-time champion, but that's not true because Punk is also a two-time oh, that's champion. That's right. <laughs> which is also the reason why Moxley should probably win again so that, there's, you know, Punk's not in in the record book with him, uh, depending on whether or not, you know, this is this is a work or whatever. Anyway, um, we also, of course, get Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson, number two. Uh, it'll be very interesting to um, 
uh, to see how that match goes down. Um, I have a feeling Danielson's going to win. It, it makes the most sense in a lot of respects. And, and Todd and I were talking about this, that uh, Danielson's path to the championship, should he end up winning this tournament, would require him to beat former champions. Yeah, three um, former champions. Three, yeah. yeah, three former champions in order to get there. Hangman Page, Chris Jericho, and John Moxley, which I also think would be an awesome story. Um, and and so, he would be fighting for the title a year after his debut because he did debut at uh, Grand Slam. At all, uh, yeah, or, yeah. yeah, in ring he de- yeah, debuted. In ring, uh, oh, sorry, in ring yeah. debut was right. at Grand Slam, yeah. yeah which yeah. I was there. I don't know if you remember. Yes, you were. Are you going to be there? Be, I will not be there this year. Though. There's coward. so many AEW no, shows in the that. Northeast. This right. fall, like I had to pick and choose because they're back and was it they're coming to Mohegan Sun. Ryan and I are going to go to that. Nice. And then um, they're going to be um, yeah, obviously Grand Slam, which I'm going to skip that. And uh, they're going to be like back in Bridgeport, which is about 15 minutes away. But then that weekend, like three days later, they're going to be in Newark for uh, Full Gear. So I, I, that's the one I'm going to try to yeah. get to. Yeah. I've been waiting for one to be up in the Northeast, so that's probably the best bet. I mean, I think that has potential to be a hell of a show. After, yeah. after you know, a couple of weeks ago, I have a feeling that, you know, TK is going to want to uh, – Tony Khan, not our friend Thomas Keene, uh, is going to want to knock that one out of the park and, and please as many people as possible. At least that's my hope, you know, is that, that he'll, he'll try to go that route, um, which will take us back to, you know, the shows like from last year where it felt like each one it was just better than the last. Um, which of course is subject to your personal opinion, but that's, that's certainly how I felt. Uh, so yeah, it's an exciting night over here on, on dynamite. Uh, Chad, before uh, I, I move on to our, our next, uh, fella in the room, cause let's face it, it's all dudes here. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we, we, you know, uh, we were talking earlier just a second ago with Tim about, uh, you Breaking know, rolling. sausage fest in here. What oh, the hell? Indeed. Tim, indeed. Mike, can he say that? Virtual stripper. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> was there you know, any I doubt? Mean, it's, <laughs> All I heard was somebody talking about food. That, that, that's all. I heard. <laughs> um, we, we, but you know, we heard from Tim. You know, roll of the bones uh, for his uh, uh, Fed for the WWWA, uh, which uh, again you did have that draft. Uh, was it two weeks ago? A week ago? Couple weeks ago, I think. Couple weeks ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which of course Todd was there for. Um, so, uh, uh, what's what's happening as far as uh, the dice rolling for you? Are you are you playing right now, or are you, you just focused on other things? Um, I mean, I did a show. I, I did one show. Okay. But, um, I kind of been the ring you know, crew is back for one night only. <laughs> I was able to negotiate, but then they now they still want it to work from home, and I'm like, ring crew, you can't work from home. It doesn't work that way. Um, <laughs> no, I just had a, had a lot going on recently, so just haven't had a whole lot of time. And you know, like I've said before, sometimes. You know, when it comes to either playing the game or, or doing stats, I usually will default to doing stats and, and meeting those deadlines. So maybe I can get something done, but I have to go to Washington, D.C. for my, my job for a couple days and then back for a few days and we're going to Vegas for the CAC. Can, yeah. can I get to see Tim? That's so fantastic. It'll be awesome. So yeah. Zeke, is there still that show on Sunday night? Uh, is it Flogging Molly or Dropkick Murphy's? I can't remember which one. One of the Irish punk bands. <laughs> One of those guys. Um, drop yeah, that's awesome. still, still going on Sunday night. Um, which, which band is it that's headlining? I can't remember. Flog and Molly's headlining, and the Interrupters and Tiger Army are. Yeah. So uh, I like all those bands. We might have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to go. Uh, 
I'm gonna Tom asked me to help him set up at the the um the plaza that then um and then uh then after that hopefully go down to the Man- go to Mandalay Bay for the show. Uh I won't be at uh, CAC though on Monday though, because that's the uh my, my friend Alan who passed away recently is that's that's the night of his uh, remembrance dinner, so I won't be okay. there. But I should be there on Tuesday and Wednesday for sure for sure. Okay, cool. Well we got a place for you at the, at the table, so Oh, very much. Pretty cool. And let me know. I, I think I owe you guys some money, so let me know, and I'll. Uh, send you. Uh, you you owe Troy money. Don't worry about paying that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I want I want to get back in. I mean, I got a lot of ideas. I you know we 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 did our draft, and I'm, I've been walk, you know as I'm walking in the morning, um, I'm like, oh man, I can do this and this and this. So I'm very excited about playing. It's just finding time to sit down and roll the dice and stuff. And, sure. Uh, some of the. Some of the guys that I got, that I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure about it. It's like, oh, man, I think I thought of a, a decent idea for him. Nice. So I'll uh, get him off here sometime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, whatever you do, uh, uh, I will certainly be be taking a look because, uh, yeah, I think you have good ideas. I mean, you know, as as, as has been said about you before, you're the best booker who doesn't play the game. Um, no, I, so <laughs> I don't want to get in a competition with people who actually play it, so I just sit out. <laughs> Thank I you. I do it. Can I have it's, one it's minute? It's River <laughs> yes. Rumble 2022. Please do. November 12th, Clinton, Iowa, at the Quality Inn on the Frontier on Highway 30. I know it sounds shady, but I think it'll be nice for me. Um, it'll be a fun time. People can come out. We're going to hang out, play uh, Legends, Champs of the Galaxy. I think Eric Kanishi is going to come here. We might play a little Go Fight It Pal. I was thinking we might need to have a superstar pro wrestling tournament. Oh, um, you know, because I just I finally, after over 30 years, I got my hands on one of the, that comes in the official game box. So I picked that off off the eBay the other day. So we might have nice. to hang out and have some fun. And we'll definitely watch some watch some classic wrestling. So uh, message me on the board if you have any questions, but it'll, it'll be a good time. Yeah, it's super cool. I, I, I'm going to be there. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be good to see everybody hang out. Um, and that all sounds great. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've never played Superstar Pro Wrestling, actually. Uh, I, I'm just only I'm, I'm only aware of it by way of legend. So uh, I would I would love to uh, to play. Um, that's super exciting. Uh, of course, you, you uh, have a podcast. Uh, I think actually, technically, you have like two podcasts now because you, you do one for the school too, right? Like. Yeah, I do one for a professional association. It's not affiliated with my employer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but of course, there's also Uncharted Territory. I didn't get a chance to, to ask Tim, but Tim already got a chance to plug the, the T-shirts. So uh, uh, um, what, what's happening on Uncharted Territory this week? Well, this week I was not there, so it'll be a good week. I let uh, you know the original host and creator, Mark, um, Mark Ashby and Matt Dick and Desher, you know, they just let me borrow their podcast once in a while. So... They, they're on with another fine review of Club Galactica Superport, February nice. 1990. And uh, then next week is show number 100. And we have some awesome audio that has not been heard for 32 years. Wow. I got one of those gizmos to convert a cassette tape to an MP3 file, and it actually worked. It was like the best 15 bucks I ever spent on Amazon and didn't eat the tape and it worked. So we're going to have, uh, we're going to have the, the fun facts of the GWF cassette. Wow. Mark Ashby interviewing Tom Filsinger and all sorts of fun. 
That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that is awesome. See, promoters, that's the kind of content that you deserve. What am I talking about? If you're listening to this, you already listened to Uncharted Territory. But if you don't, make sure you uh, uh, like, subscribe, follow, all, all that jazz, uh, Uncharted Territory, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, and you will be very, very happy that you do. Um, it's, it's one of the only podcasts I listen to regularly, um, and that's fact. Uh, Jack. Uh, Jack's not next, but Stu is. Uh, I'm going to skip over Mike because, you know, again, he's a co-host, and I'll come back to him later, I'm sure. Stu, how are you, sir? It's good to see your face. Sam, it is equally good, if not better, to see yours. And happy <laughs> birthday to you, Todd. Uh, you're getting ever closer to the, the traditional 49th uh, fruitcake. Uh, I can't wait. Fast. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Did, did you get anything in the mail from Stu today, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Two more years, I got to wait for that. So, yeah, okay. I'm looking forward to it. You got, got a Hanukkah card from three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that one, that one got me. Uh, but I'm doing great, Sam. Great to be here. And a uh, nice celebration for Todd. And a very good opening match there. Uh, Sammy Guevara looked like he probably should be dead after some of the bumps he just took in that thing. <laughs> that's, that's his trademark, isn't it? <laughs> wow. Holy smokes. I know. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was good stuff for sure. Um, um, I know that we have uh, MJF uh, going off on John Moxley, who's not there. Did you, did you hear his promo? Because I, I have the sound down. Was it... I didn't know what he was talking about, but uh, oh yeah, no, no okay. Now he basically just talked about John Moxley, so I'm yeah. kind of shifting gears to to that. But I mean, I, I didn't expect John to be the one to walk out. I thought it might be Danielson, but it could be Moxley just being the placeholder. We'll find out. We shall. <laughs> we shall. Um. Yeah, right now, actually, uh, Stokely Hathaway and his uh, group of fellas, which include uh, Gun Club and uh, Ethan Page, um, and uh, is that Lee Moriarty? Yeah, he's in it. He's yeah. in the group. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't recognize him because his hair's green now, and I don't, I don't remember yeah. having green hair last time I saw him. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, and of course, uh, um, W. Morrissey, Big Cass, whatever you want to call him. Um, so I'm sure some interesting stuff is about to happen now. Uh, uh, all that said, um, Stu, uh, I'm always interested because, uh, you know, you've talked about it before on Uncharted Territory, of course, um, um, and, and what you're reading. Um, uh, you know, I asked Chad because I know he's usually got a wrestling book nearby, uh, and he's turned me on to some really, really great books. Uh, but you have turned me on to great books that are not uh, wrestling related. Um, so uh, I'm curious as to what you might be reading right now. Well, I'm reading uh, a couple of books. On, I've got like three or four books. I usually have three or four books going at a time. Uh, in the basketball arena, I'm reading a couple of deep dives on some old ABA teams. Uh, one's called the Kentucky Colonels, which was about one of the ABA teams that should have made the cut when they merged with the NBA and did not make the cut because uh, they had a glorious ABA history and produced some Hall of Fame caliber players. Uh, in that franchise history. And it's a really interesting book. Uh, covers it from soup to nuts in terms of their creation till uh, the time they, they folded and uh, essentially had the rug pulled out from under them by the owner, uh, which ended their history. And then I'm also reading a book uh, called Reborn about the Indiana Pacers, who were the Celtics of the uh, ABA or Lakers. Insert, insert your favorite <laughs> NBA dynasty there. Uh, in terms of what what you think of as uh, defining the NBA. The Pacers were that to the ABA. They had some really, really good teams uh, and a history that is 
kind of largely been forgotten with their NBA run, but those are those are books that I, as a basketball nut, really enjoy. So uh, recommend both of them. There you can find them on Amazon. Uh, in the wrestling arena, is that? Can I? I just want to ask oh, you: yeah, Is ahead. the Kentucky Colonel's book the one that's written by Gary P. West? Yes, and he's got a couple of other authors as well. So, yeah, yeah, Lloyd Pink Gardner. Lloyd like Pink Gardner was yeah, their yeah. trainer, nice. so he, he definitely contributes. It's a good book. That's awesome. Uh, that sounds like something that I, I, I would enjoy. I, you know, I, I, I owe my my new found uh, uh, basketball uh, uh, fandom to to you, quite frankly, uh, and, and and enthusing about it uncharted uncharted territory because I hadn't watched or paid attention in years. Um, but I picked up some of the books that you recommended, and uh, I think I'll, that one I'll have to put put on my list as well. Um, so uh, you were going to mention about wrestling related books. Oh yeah, I'm I'm reading one. I finally I've had it in my stack for a long time. It's from the uh, Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame lines called the Storytellers. I've had that for quite a while, uh, so I'm finally getting to that. And it's interesting. It's a little different from their other Hall of Fame books by uh, uh, Greg Oliver and Steve Johnson. And uh, it's well written. And it's about the art of well, as the name would suggest, storytelling and wrestling. Nice. And it's it's worth your while. And my friend Chad sent me for my not 49th birthday. Uh, another book by Dick Bourne on the Mid-Atlantic Championship, which I've started to dive into, which is really good. I, Dick Bourne's books are really interesting. Yeah. I mean, you think they're just going to be only about that belt, but I mean, it's everything about the belt, including the title holders. And uh, this book is certainly right up my alley. So I've started reading that as well. So I've got those those two going, too. Very cool. Uh uh, and then as far as the, the dice, are they rolling? Are you uh, are you playing out uh, uh, cards for the WWWA? They're always rolling. Um, Good. I've got almost four cards in on the WWWA and uh, in my Star Spangled Wrestling. And I'm, I'm just kind of trying to sync it up time-wise with everybody else. I'm waiting to post until everybody's kind of getting towards the start of the year. And then uh, I'll start to post mine. And in my my own feds, uh, I always roll them. They 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 roll evermore continuously. I do title tours for a Legends Fed and for a GWF Fed and for a Bootleg Fed. And I'm going to be doing or adding a. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to call it the NWA. It'll be Legends Bootlegs to separate those out since I have a fair amount of those now and get them away from the official cards. The rule. I mean, the stats are all done by the crew we all know and love, but, uh, for whatever reason, I just want to separate those out a little bit. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's completely understandable. Uh, it's such an interesting thing, you know, cause we are surrounded by obviously some very high quality bootlegs that, like you said, you know, uh, some of which have been worked on by the team. Um, and, uh, and yet I, I kind of feel a little bit of that same hesitation. Um, because, and it's, you know, you can do whatever you want as long as you're having fun. That's all that matters. Uh, sure. but, yeah. but like, but, but part of the, part of the fun for me, I think is the challenge of not having some of those names, right? Like the fact that like, yeah, I could go get a Ric Flair or, you know, or, or the Steiner brothers or whatever and bring them into my fed but hey isn't this kind of fun to to you know play the the, the scenario of they're not there you know who who fills that that niche that i'm looking to, to or that spot that i'm looking to fill so um yeah it's a lot of fun i think i just swallowed a bug um <clears throat> I'm outside. do you have insurance against that kind of thing <clears throat> yeah right i don't know todd do we have insurance against that kind of thing <laughs> no we run like an indie show here yeah <laughs> Great. So when I get hit with that light tube, I'm yeah. just, I'm going to have to foot the bill myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Sam, uh, if, if I could just mention, uh, Corey does a really good job of trying to restrict himself in terms of names uh, with his Fed. He, he yeah. likes that challenge of uh, of running a Fed with uh, you know a roster that you know it may not be at the top of everyone's wish list in terms of their number one, two, three, or four picks, but he has a lot of fun with it and does a good job with that. I completely agree, and I just have to ask. You, you know, you're a co-host of a podcast, right? Yeah, I and am. That, and that podcast is Uncharted Territory, right? It is. And on Uncharted Territory, do you from time to time have to help with segues? I do. Well, you just did a phenomenal I've job there. Times. Because I'm going to throw this to Corey next. Sweet. <laughs> but I want to say thank you so much, Stu. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, like I said, it's great to, great to see you. Great to talk to you. And of course, you know, we're, we're here all night. So uh, we, we might hear from Stu again soon. Uh, but right now, we're going to go to the other Olsen brother, uh, Corey Olsen. Corey. What a pleasure to see you. I had such a fun time talking with you, getting to know you at Waterloo, uh, Trago Synthesis Hall of Fame. It was, it was such a pleasure. Uh, and I love the fact that in that time, that getting to know you time, we talked hardly anything about the game or wrestling. And I loved that. Yeah, me too, Sam. I've told so many people about how great it was to meet you. I mean, people that don't <laughs> play the game, I just said, what a fun time I had talking to you. So right back at you. Great to see you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for hosting Todd. Happy birthday before I forget. Todd's not paying attention. <laughs> I'm sorry, J- Jungle Boy was coming out and uh, just completely mesmerized me there. Well, I mean, you're, I you're can understand. That's a hair. It just gets me every time. You're, you're the one person then that has mesmerized me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Corey, what did you say? I, happy birthday. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. I should have guessed that's what you were saying. Chad, Chad in the chat had pointed out Todd no sells the birthday wishes. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, well, uh, uh, now that we got that out of the way, uh, so um, what, yep. what's what's going on in, in your neck of the woods lately uh, as far as, you know, outside of the game, uh, what are you focused on right now? Uh, it's a very busy life. Um, school <laughs> started again, so you know, back to teaching. Kids are back in school. Um, right now, I'm actually talking to you guys from my church because uh, our oh, wow. son is at confirmation class. And so, uh, you know, just uh, so keep it clean. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're just, just, just hanging out here until he's done with that uh, and uh, uh, doing some school correcting. But also, as, as uh, Stu was talking, I was booking a card in COTG online. So definitely getting in some game time when I can, too. But yeah, between uh, school and then uh, uh, chauffeuring kids and uh, my wife's got a busy <laughs> schedule and it's it's just just always something on the calendar our google our google calendar fills up quickly but but life is good nice nice it's funny i'm just now getting started in like the chauffeuring of kids part of the being a parent because up until now like you know there hasn't been a lot to do uh especially in the in the area you know the pandemic shut so much down so i wasn't really taking hattie anywhere uh and and most of what we did do was like within walking distance uh or i was bringing her along on my errand but now she has stuff right like i have to take (laughs) her to preschool i have to take her to the library for story time i have to take her to gymnastics you know it's like oh man like and it happened all of a sudden it was like two three weeks ago nothing and now all of a sudden it's like nope nope 
you you have a schedule you have places to be you know she has places to be so uh i'm, I'm just now wading into yep. the world of that um so you mentioned booking a card uh are you focusing mostly forgive me uh i off the top of my head i can't think of it the wwwa fed that you have um your promotion there uh or are you focusing on uswa stuff which of course is your long running fed yeah yeah, you know, I'm trying to do a little bit of both, um, kind of kind of alternating a little bit, you know, every couple cards. Uh, and it's, yeah, Tim's in the chat. It's Great Lakes Championship Wrestling is my WWE territory. Um, and uh, it's, uh, you know, just kind of I'll do a couple cards of, of one and then switch back to the other. Um, just, you know, just I, 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 I love doing the WWWA territory, kind of something – Kind of something that uh, that uh, Stu mentioned about my USWA. I, I one of the things I love about doing this group territory is that, um, you know, it's kind of we're really limited as far as the guys we get, and and that's the fun. It's like, okay, this is my roster. What am I going to do? And that really kind of pushes my creativity a little bit. And uh, so that that aspect of it, I, I like doing it, and I just kind of keep it simple. You know, I do kind of the TV taping format, and then just kind of one big house show a month, typically, and. Uh, that really kind of helps just kind of, it's kind of speeds things along a little bit. And, and especially now with having to shuffle up the roster, um, you know, kind of pushes me to wrap up things quicker than I would in my USWA. But then as, as you said, the long running history USWA, I'm not going to stop that one. And, uh, Good. I just, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to keep, keep doing that. I've got some cool things happening there. In my opinion, um, I'm actually about five months, five game months ahead of where I am posting on the discussion board right now so i've gotten through oh, wow. that. yeah I've, I've been playing a lot on cotg online which just kind of helps kind of for me it just it think rolls things a little bit faster sure and uh and I, I mean i miss playing with the cards and dice i almost feel like i'm betraying the game a little bit <laughs> but, uh but uh you know it does it does speed things along for sure now that i kind of know how to you know run run a full show and everything in that system it's uh it it helps me get through matches quicker and uh just keeps things moving along yeah I need to do more of that i think you know i wouldn't want to do it with my main fed but with like a new fed that's i think it's definitely the way to go <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a real great tool yeah yeah that's fair i yeah i mean i feel the same way and it's it's pretty much exclusively how i play although you know certainly uh after galacticon i i had felt the the itch to play with the cards again because uh, it'd been the first time i'd done that in quite a while and then of course you know i packed up all my belong well they were already all packed up so uh, i don't have my cards so i can't i can't use them anyway but um uh, no, that's awesome. I'm, you know, obviously, I think I'm not alone in saying that uh, I, I want USWA to continue for as long as, as possible because uh, it's always a fun read. Um, and then having things booked out in advance, you know, earlier Tim had mentioned, of course, that having a few cards kind of in the pocket beforehand allows them to, you know, to shape that the earlier stuff maybe leading towards things along the way. Um, and we kind of talked about this before, but uh, as far as, you know, when you have so much um, kind of already banked, do you... Uh, do the same thing do you maybe go back and, and kind of revise some some angles or some certain things that you were already doing um or do you just kind of leave things as is uh yeah i definitely re- revise you know little things here and there as far as kind of the the, the storylines angles the, the little things in between nothing much with the results themselves obviously but just just uh, as far as you know the build up to the next couple of shows or big shows um just kind of kind of some of those little details you know sure um uh, I just it happens to work out that way sometimes where oh you know this would make sense if I 
change it up, change it up in this way based on what happened on the next card. And, and yeah, so that, that's one, one thing I like about, um, kind of posting or, or playing ahead of where I'm posting, um, in the yeah. past to, I would, I would usually just, you know, play and then get it posted right away. But, um, I really, I've really kind of liked getting, getting, uh, ahead in the playing and then catching up on the posting later. It just, lets me play more for one thing right <laughs> yeah I, I i like that a lot because i know that one of the things that i've sometimes struggled with um and and i've you know i felt this so many times that i'd rather be playing the game than writing the game so you know i haven't really written anything up in a while yeah. um you know i've just kind of been been playing right. um and i think that maybe one of the reasons why you know i would kind of get burnout is because when you are kind of doing it card by card by card you know, it it, it it does feel like you lose a little bit of control. It feels like you're really kind of just you know everything's by flying by the seat of your pants, and it's almost like yeah. the 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 weird analogy that popped into my head uh, as you were talking about it is it's like it's almost you, like you found Jim Cornette's garbage tapes, right? You know, the the, the tapes that he <laughs> yeah. rescued from from the garbage, which don't have any yep. sound. They're just you know they're just video footage, and you're watching that, right? And you're and you're and you're just laying down the commentary track uh, yourself. But when you haven't watched ahead, you have no idea where it might be going, right? So you, you know yeah. you. You're just calling it on a, on a match by match basis, and 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 without having a little bit of that direction, a little bit of that narrative flow, sometimes it can get uh, tedious. I guess would be would be the right word. Um, well, I you know what uh, I thank you so much for for joining us tonight, and uh, I know that you don't have a ton of time, uh, so I don't want to uh, uh, spend too much of it uh but uh um yeah it's good to see you and uh, it's always good to hear your voice on uncharted territory um one of my top three favorite podcasts i'm kidding i don't even listen to three podcasts with regularity uh <laughs> it's probably like my favorite podcast right now just because it's the only one i listen to regularly there you go. i mean it's um, gotta be better than the one you're on right no, i'm just <laughs> No, Sam, you know what? The other night I walked in and my that wife was, was watching awesome. Quantum Leap. I'm like, you like Quantum Leap? Oh, <laughs> we're going to start rewatching the old Quantum Leap and listening to your podcast together. That's fantastic. Next week? Awesome. That's a, yeah, I was going to say, this is the, see, again, you must work in podcasting because that's a perfect segue for me to get a cheap plug-in. Uh, and I can do that because I kind of run things around here. And so much as I'm the one that edits it, I don't run anything. That's all Todd and Mike. But anyway, uh, I do have another podcast. It's called Fate's Wide Wheel and beginning on September 19th, which is indeed this coming month. Monday, Quantum Leap returns to the airwaves. For any of those that are curious about it whatsoever, it is not a reboot. It is a sequel. It's a continuation. Um, will Scott Bakula be involved as Sam Beckett? I don't know. Dean Stockwell won't because, unfortunately, he passed away last year. Uh, but uh, uh, it's a super interesting time. It's a fun time. You can listen to our latest episode, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we're talking a lot about the trailer that was released last week um, and uh, uh, just diving into kind of the content there. We were privileged enough to have a copy of the pilot script way back in February um, and that pilot got shuffled around in the air order uh, which could be concerning to some but I think things are going to turn out uh, just fine uh, they've got a new premiere episode which will of course air this Monday and some of the stuff that they shot for the original pilot will air later on down the road but based off of that pilot script, based off of everything we've seen, based off of everything we've heard uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic show and, and a wonderful continuation um, of a series that obviously I loved a little too much because I've spent five years talking about it on a podcast and the name of that podcast is Fate's Wide Wheel, and you can find it wherever you get your podcast. Speaking of Fate's Wide Wheel, the wheel has spun. And uh, once again, thank you, Corey, so much for being here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Once again, happy birthday, Todd. 
Thanks, Corey. Thanks for coming. Oh, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't Thanks for that. responding this time, Todd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to find the mute button first. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, the the wheel spins on to Kevin Butcher. Of course, Kevin was here with us last week when we did our promoter spotlight. Um, so uh, pardon me, Kevin, if I don't spend a ton of time chatting with you. But uh, I will at least uh, say hello. How are you? And thank you for joining us. How are you guys? Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is cool. Um, you know, we want to do something special for Todd's birthday. Uh, and I'd say so far, so good. Yeah, I wished him one on Facebook, but I'll tell him here. Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it. Um, so let's just get right to the heart of the matter. What are you rolling lately? What, uh, what, what feds, what promotions are you rolling matches for? My WWA is already done, so... Yeah. You went through the whole season already? No. <laughs> <laughs> I say you, you, hopefully you, you, you coordinated with the other guys on that first, but yeah. No, I was listening to Tim say he was three cards ahead and Corey was four cards ahead. They're posting. And I was thinking, what amateurs? <laughs> Kevin's four years ahead already. <laughs> his, his anticipated the drafts for the next three years. I mean, he's amazing. Oh, we took my, a quantum leap. Yeah. When are you allowed to start? Is our, isn't everybody else still a you couple months a behind or something like that? No, they gave me the green light because they said if things kind of overlap, because I don't have many. I know who most people already are on still rosters, and I'm trying not to use a lot. Like Tim flat out asked me not to use the mass superstar until the end of January 2022. So he's not even on my roster as far as I'm concerned yet. And, and surprisingly, I, I asked politely. Yes, so, you did. You know. <laughs> Feeling okay? <laughs> Got a little fever? Yeah. I saw, I saw that. Uh, I didn't know that, but I saw, I had him um, in an interview on the first card, only card I've posted so far on the board. Tim's got the Quebecers still in his fed. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> that, that may not last long. That, there, there's, a, there's a little bit of a spoiler. <laughs> but to answer your question, the main thing I've been wrestling is finishing up 2092. Nice. Because with the reimagined coming, I want to do 2093 with the new Cannibal and the new Chopper. I mean, they're not new, but just with the new cards. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, that Cannibal art is awesome. I still love that art. Um, who's your Who are your champions right now in 2092? Going in, I'm um, up to the final card. It's final... I call it real original. I stole it from ROH. I call it Final Battle. Nice. Uh, Star Warrior. And he's defending in a cage against Chaos. Wow. So 2092, I kept Chaos away from the belt pretty much the entire year. Yeah. Just because his rookie year, but he's getting a shot on the final card. That's awesome. That's patience. That's a slow burn. I dig it. Uh, But how did he do? Uh, so you, you weren't putting him up for the title right but just how did he do during his rookie year he's undefeated nice. I mean even in singles tags yeah it was a hard keeping I kept feuding him that way I kept him away from the belt so. yeah yeah no I mean that's awesome you know having you know having that slow build and now having all these wins in his pocket and, and being undefeated and going into a final battle I think that's a, that's a great storyline uh, and Sam, going up against I, Star Warrior I wanted to ask you directly yeah did they Quantum Leap's time slot. Yeah. Did they? Is it a death nail? Monday at 10? That's pretty horrible. 
No, you know, actually, surprisingly, um, it's actually a really good time slot. And one of the main reasons why is because it's after America's Got Talent, um, which is like their number one show on the network. So it's got a great lead in. Um, and it, it, the, the, the weird thing about it is, is it tends to be a launching pad. So in other words, they'll put a show there for a season. If it gets good ratings, then they'll move it and hope that the audience follows. That's not always the case. So we'll see what happens. Um, right now they've got 12 confirmed episodes with a potential order of nine more um, on the back end of the season. So it could be a full, a full season, which we didn't know that that was going to be the case. We had initially heard that it was only going to be 10 episodes um, and that that was just the season order. So um, it's kind of cool that it could end up being having a full, full 21 episodes. But no, Monday, Mondays at 10 are surprisingly a good, that's 10 Eastern, 9 Central, uh, are surprisingly good time slot. Um, just because of that that lead in. Yeah, Saturday I texted Chad and I was like, oh, "Your boys are winning; they're going to do it." And all he texted me back was, "I'm getting sick." <laughs> <laughs> because Iowa State was playing Iowa and they hadn't beat them in six tries. And wow. Um. Well, cool. Hey, Sam. Hey, yes, sir. Could I ask Kevin one quick question, sir? Please, yeah. Uh, uh, Kevin, are you doing your still doing your tw- uh, trials of Bob Backlund or something along? That was really cool. I didn't know anybody paid attention to it, but no, yes. I was definitely <laughs> following that. That was a nice I know. Concept. I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the ne- spoiler, the ne- I don't know how to do around it because the dice don't lie. But Greg Valentine beat him. Oh, he did. Yes. And he just keep rolling on. They were wearing the same color tights, and the referee just called the pin for the wrong guy. I mean, come exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> it was a, not, a rare non title match. Fiction follows life, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Right. Thank you, Sam. Oh, yes, of course. My pleasure. Um, well, uh, uh, Kevin, it's good to see you again. Uh, it was awesome to have you on last week, do the Promoter Spotlight. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, like I said, we're here all night, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, in, in the meantime, I'm going to shoot things over. Uh, I see. Can I give a quick AEW Whoa, update here? Go for it. On? Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, so just it's so your the, party. Uh, yeah, Jungle, Jungle Boy just uh, got the win over uh, Jay Lethal. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. Um <laughs> And then it's a big win. That is a big win. Yeah, I think that that's a good one for a big one for him. Uh, and then uh, some backstage stuff. So they announced uh, Hook and Action Bronson are going to team up against um, whatever 2.0 is called now. Um, they'll be doing that match in uh, Grand Slam next week. That should be fun. That should be pretty good. And then they just had uh, that guy, that pizza tossing guy from the Indies just showed up no. backstage. Yes. Oh dear God! <laughs> and then I uh, got taken out by Ethan Page, and so oh, good. match with Ethan and Danhausen uh, for Friday. So there we go. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Ethan says he wants to get rid of all the ridiculous acts in uh, in AEW. So that's what he's on his mission to do. Uh, Carl <laughs> Carl Zill is all behind. Ethan Page. <laughs> hey, you know what? If that if that pizza guy can now charge a little more because he was featured on Dynamite, then hey, more power to him, right? More power to him. He's making a living. Um, no, I, I think uh, uh, I, I think Jungle Boy beating Jay Lethal is a pretty big deal. Um, you know, especially even like in the in the historical context of things. You look at Jay Lethal being a former Ring of Honor World Champion, and of course, uh, I believe the longest reigning television champion. Um, actually that might not be true due to the pandemic, but, uh, at one point I know he was. So, um, 
yeah uh, uh, cool cool stuff um, and of course we still have more to look forward to including Brian Danielson taking on uh, Chris Jericho they're showing some some crazy Darby Allen highlights right now of him doing crazy stuff so uh, interesting to say the least wild guy uh, we got a Mike Fortune in the house. Uh, Mike, how are you, sir? There we go. Just unmuted myself. Uh, good. I'm I'm doing well. I'm just setting stuff up for our next spotlight show next Monday. Getting everybody in, including the birthday boy here. Hey, Mike. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Pulling out all the stars of the evening. Cast of Uncharted Territory. <laughs> Kevin Butcher. Uh, uh, not to mention, of course, our own Zeke Gould. Now, of course, wrestling superstar Mike Fortune himself. Um, yeah, man, thank you so much for being here. Uh, what do you? Uh, what's what's going on in in your feds? Um, I know that uh, you, you've always got something something exciting happening. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I, you know, I got six feds on the go, but the room where I normally uh, wrestle in, mm-hmm. I have everything set up. We just renovated it. And oh so no. We, we just literally finished it today, so I've had to put everything away for about five weeks. Oh man, so that's got to feel like an eternity to you. I've actually, I've, I'm, you know, I've been able to take long breaks before. Yeah. Since I've started to get the, uh, you know, do, doing the, um, uh, the spotlight and being on different, po- you know, different podcasts and, and listening to all the different podcasts and stuff, it keeps, yeah. keeps the energy going. So I want to do it now, like all sure. The time. And now that five weeks, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I really don't, you know, my wife doesn't want me to bring it up on the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she likes it when it's down in the basement. Sure. Out, out of sight, out of mind. Right. <laughs> so I, I haven't been able to do it. And it's funny because, you know, our spotlight coming up is going to be on Lance Atlas and Matador. And mm, Matador is nice. my current heavyweight champion. Very cool. And uh, his big match is against uh, Janus. Yeah. And so it's the first time they've matched up. And I'm, I'm you know, excited for the match. And I haven't had to have it in five weeks. I've been waiting for this match. <laughs> the anticipation is building for sure. Um, man, that, that takes me back, uh, the, the, that feud. Um, See, I, don't I haven't actually thought actually about it in the game. I haven't thought about Janus in a long time. Uh, right, well, you know, and, and, and Matador and Atlas, I think, are just such two interesting names to talk about. Uh, that'll be an interesting episode um, with, with you and Brock, of course. Um, and uh, tell everybody about the, the Proto Spotlight because, um, you know, it's something that you guys have been doing for, gosh, how, how long has it been now? It hasn't been quite a year, has it? Uh, we're in week uh, 40, I think it's 42. Okay, yeah, so not we, quite we, a year. We, have, we, ha- we, we tried to put a couple weeks ahead of time. Like we were almost a month ahead, mm-hmm. but then something would happen. If we talk about it, then we're a month behind. <laughs> sure. So we, we're trying to do week to week and we only have one week in the can. And that's where we're talking about uh, red town and Duke of destruction. Oh, so nice. It doesn't matter, you know, where they fit into. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But we're on, uh, we're heading into week 44. Very cool. Very, very cool. And where can people find that? Uh, on YouTube, under uh, the Brockster Builds title, that's his, that's his, uh, that's Brock's YouTube channel. And then every week, I post it on the Phil Singer Games uh, page, a, a link, a link to the show. 
and it's it's pretty good. We get about on average fifty views per per episode. Nice. We're trying to hit a hundred subscribers. Yeah. Um, when we started, Brock had twenty three, and now he's got eighty five. So we've increased his viewership quite a bit. Nice. And uh, we get we have some of the Twitch people now watching the show. And it's funny because the first episode has 190 views now. Oh, wow. And we're like, hey, that's actually, you know, pretty impressive for a, a show on this. But we're still <laughs> nowhere near Grant. Grant gets like 400 views per per uh, episode. He's, he, he has a crazy amount of people watching. So we're, tr- we're, we're hopefully we can get some of his viewers to watch us so we can get our, our viewership up. You still need a thousand subscribers to make any money so right it's not like we're looking at making money on youtube <laughs> right right if we could get a thousand, thousand subscribers that'd be crazy y'all had one of the greatest shows ever mike and that you had the wives on wives <laughs> that was fabulous <laughs> that, that was my, funny. My, I, I told my wife about that and she thought that was a hoot we, we actually we had leslie filsinger lined up for the, for the uh, the wives show, yeah, but, uh, there was something happened and she wasn't able to make it as well, and so we're rescheduling with uh, when we do a part two to bring Leslie on. Yeah, yeah, she's got more background info on the game than anybody. Right, right. <laughs> and she used to mail it too before uh, before me. Oh yeah, she was she was big into you know into helping them out and. You know, we, we had questions on exactly how much input she had and just stuff like that. Just just some odd things we were going to ask her. Well, there's always next time. Yeah, yeah she was on <laughs> for it. So. And, uh, you know, we're thinking, you know, when we do it next time, you know, we'll get get a few different other wives. You know, it, it's funny listening to wives and going, yeah, this is what my husband does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could only I could only imagine. Uh, My wife was so nervous before that she didn't know <laughs> what to what to do, what to expect. I'm like, oh, let me find. I'll just ask you. I was like, she okay. did well. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I hope I didn't say anything bad. I'm like, you're fine. <laughs> and I felt bad because I got her name wrong. No, no. That's a, oh, oh, yeah. So yeah, she was. Did you say Sharon or something? Yeah, or, I called her Sharon. Yeah, well, she's gotten that before. So. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, I could pull off a Sharon. <laughs> um, uh, um, so, um, uh, Todd, uh, ask a question. Take, take the reins, <laughs> birthday boy. Uh, ask, let's see here. Uh, so ask, ask Mike here. Let's see. Anybody, uh, do whatever you want. Let's see. Hmm. Let's, let's talk to Lee for a second. I see Lee on there. Uh, Lee, I heard I saw you've been uh, now jumping onto uh, YouTube there. How are you liking that so far? It's uh, it's going okay. I got three subscribers. So okay. yeah, need to start with you need to start with a few. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I I, I don't think I have subscribed. I'm gonna do that right now. I'm gonna okay, do it right awesome. now too. Yeah, that's yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try to what, we're gonna double what's, what's, we're gonna more than the, we're gonna try to triple your subscriber count right now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get more than more than that. What's what's the uh, what's the channel, uh, Lee? Uh, Lee's Lee's games and junk. Lee's games and junk. Okay. Uh, I'm looking it up now, Lee. I see it now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I know I've we put the link in our show. Oh, I see. You got a Dan House, a couple Danhausen matches on here too, which is nice. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. We'll get you some more subscribers for that for sure. So awesome. Thank you. Oh, absolutely, Lee. So yeah, you enjoy doing all the, uh, what's, what's been your favorite, uh, video or, or uh, podcast to put out so far? Uh, well, I'm just doing the, uh, the updates of the, the news for, uh, Phil Singer. Mm -hmm. I do that on Saturdays. So, yeah. Well, Lee, you got six subscribers now. We doubled, we doubled it. it right there. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. No, I definitely appreciate you doing that. And, uh, you know, definitely also appreciate you, uh, giving up that, uh, that Brody Lee card, uh, at the yeah. Galacticon auction. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, Oh, and then, uh, you saw the, uh, the, the, the super smash brothers recently and gave them their cards, right? How, how did that all go? Uh, well, first one I saw was Stu, so he was very appreciative of the cards. And then I got to go backstage and I met uh, Evil Uno and gave him his cards too. Cool. But I, those guys are always great whenever I met them before. I, I assume that must have been really cool. Uh, Uno didn't go out for meet and greets then? Or? No. Oh, that's surprising. I would have thought he'd yeah, be Yeah, surprised too. Yeah especially for that. But, uh, no, thank you for, uh, for, for giving that there. And, um, yeah, I haven't heard yet from Dave little, if he's gotten the card, the Brody Lee card over to, um, Bryce Remsburg yet, but hopefully, um, uh, hopefully he will. Yeah, for sure. So let's see. I also see uh Troy on here. Troy, are you, are you in here? Happy birthday, Todd. Oh, oh thank, thank you, Lee. Troy, are you there? No, I guess not. Wrong button. <laughs> oh, wrong button. There we go. Now he's on. How are you doing, Troy? I'm doing all right. Birthday greetings, uh, the somewhat tournament master. Mm -hmm. Yes, I uh, still a tournament master, not the Galacticon master. Thank you. Thank you for the birthday greetings. Uh, how, uh, let's see. You're, you're our reigning champion. Indeed. Uh, with the obviously controversy here. Maybe, you know. I always have to have controversy. Wouldn't it be. Wouldn't be right to be the heel without being controversial. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, how, how was your trip back uh, from Galacticon? Much smoother than the trip to Galacticon. Good. I was certainly hoping that was the case. <laughs> it was slightly delayed, but we got home fairly safely, so it was all good. Okay, good, excellent. And I was glad I didn't bring the belt because, like I said, it would have been a pain to get it. My bags were full. That's why I was like, no, I'm not taking them. Yeah. I'll come back next year and I'll wear it around the con. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure you will. I'm mm -hmm. sure you will. Maybe we'll have to bring back the 24 uh, 7 defense thing, or maybe you'll just be up in your room the whole time. So you don't have to defend uh, We'll it. see. <laughs> okay. So it really depends where you're going to have it, too. But this is very true. This is very true. Yeah. We're, Too far east. I might have to, I might just have to go to Waterloo. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I, I understand. So yeah, we'll uh we'll say well no matter what, we'll have an opportunity for you to for everybody to be involved next year. We're we're still trying to figure out exactly ourselves. I think we got a good idea now, at least for two years from now, but uh, we'll see about uh next year. Um I know we we've definitely been talking about it and you know, hopefully maybe we'll have some information on that by the uh, time of the fall um the video virtual convention. So I, I, I still haven't got my cards. You haven't gotten your cards, okay? You, can you email me your uh, your address? Because like, I don't know if I have many uh, uh, 
um, orders from you, Mike. So yeah, we'll it, was a, it. it was a, the, the, the two different promo cards. I remember. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Get on the con. Yeah, yeah. And then I just completely forgot. You know, it was Sunday and it was going and. Yep. But, but yeah, yeah, right. You have to email it to him though, because it's, it's email not in Todd's email. Not it doesn't exist. <laughs> you need to understand that. And, and I don't think you have many orders in the new system anyway. I have to, I have to see if I even find your right address in there. And Mike, and that's at this point, that's true of me too. <laughs> that's, could be. Could be. Mike Delve, yeah. you need to address the fact that Troy won with Cosmic Woman. Because on your YouTube channel, when we were talking to you when Matt was on, you said if you were still there, you would not have allowed. Oh, no, that, that was a total sham. W- women should not take on men. And if they do, they got to use the, uh, the, the, the chart. Hands I down. agree. That's why the chart was made. All right. Well, there, there definitely there definitely is controversy. So I blame the other butcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was his idea. Yep. Oh, was it was it Matthews? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, okay. he, he told. I remember Sam, Sam talking about it. I didn't know if it he was told Sam to pick her, and then Troy picked her right before Sam had to pick. Right, I remember that. Yes, <laughs> two spots before Sam, but yes, Jim had to so, pick after me. Yeah, because Mike said if he was there, it would not have happened. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have. I would have. No, no, no. Use it. You got to use the chart. We got I rid of the that balance message. rules a long time ago. It doesn't really matter anymore. So oh, wait, I do see uh, an appearance uh, from Rob here as well, who's uh, popped back in here. What's going on, Rob? No? Can you hear me? He's somewhere. He's muted. He's That's muted. The- I know that. Yes. Is that Bobian? But yeah, he's there. Yeah, I can see his head. <laughs> Well, he, was on. he seems to be smiling, but I don't know uh, what he's... Oh, now he's, he's moving. He's lurking in the shadows. <laughs> and he's laughing a lot. Because <laughs> he was on his Rob base, and then he was on his Swarm. Yeah, he's on his Swarm at one point, too. Now he's... I think he's on multiple different devices here, but... He just can't unmute it. He can't figure out how to unmute it, though. But that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while we're here, the uh, the AEW update right now, we got uh, uh, Swerve and uh, Keith Lee taking on the Lucha Bros right now in a tag team match. I did not catch if it was a title match or not. I think they're supposed to have a title match next week uh, uh, with Acclaimed. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, let's see. Uh, well, I guess we can't get Rob on there. Um, let's see. Is there anybody else we haven't gotten to? In the- oh, John Reifenberg, are you, are you on? I did... Uh, did see you pop on the video for a second, John. Yeah. Hey, hey welcome. Up? Hey, thanks for happy birthday to you. Oh, thanks a lot, man. What have you been up to? Um, boy, not a lot. Uh, been pretty busy around with work and stuff, but since I've been on, I was inspired by the uh, the mass show. I've got my Chikara fed, which has been sitting dormant for a couple of years. Kind of got that up and going again, which is fun. Oh, that's fantastic. What, 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 what's involved in with that fed? What's that? What's going on with that fed? Um, like I said, I'm still, I'm still, I'm kind of going back to my notebooks and some of the old results there, just trying to see what's happening. But got I'm in the middle. I had forgotten how dominant the Assyrian portal had been for me mm-hmm. as tag champs. Like, so oh, they're in the middle. Oh, was that good? 
Oh, I didn't realize they were that that dominant at that point. I, well, that Ophidian card is especially pretty strong. At least it's always been for me. Yeah, no, that was that was a good one. Yeah, because I think we have built him at that time where he was in the singles championship tournament. So I think they made him mm-hmm. a little bit better because we weren't sure if Amasis was still going to be wrestling or not. And we wanted to make him a viable singles guy. I think once we did the Masses car later, it really kind of built up the the duo as a whole. Yeah, no, other than that, slowly trying to get my indie fed going, but it always you keep adding stuff. I know. There's always new stuff all the time. Yeah. And well, luckily I think we got at least a break on the, the men's ones for a little bit here until the, until next year, I think. And I I also want to bring up with the announcement tonight. My hot streak, I'm guessing, continues. I'm oh. five for five on this women's set. So how many How many do you have on this one? Well, I'm technically four for four because I didn't get a chance to pick Billy Starks because she was announced with the set. But oh, yes, she would have yes. been on my list. So I'm kind of giving myself a five for five. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, no, the, 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 you're, you're in a good role there. I, I don't. I, I, I remember looking at your thing before. You didn't get all of them. I'll tell you that. But there might there might be one more. Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, I think that there's one name we are going to announce for Friday with the pre-orders uh, for for the women's set. Um, and I don't know if anybody's mentioned this person yet. So it should be it should be pretty interesting. Hey, Todd, can I ask you and Zeke? Um, you don't have to say, it, but just a round number. How many people are in the queue waiting list in the indies to get cards that are signed? I have no idea. I mean, so there's probably so many, and I'm guessing many won't ever get cards. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, just, just so many over time, and there's only so many that we can do. Right. Because yeah. there was a guy that he's gone pretty national, but he was started local here, and I knew him, and we were talking on Facebook and I was like asking about the game and he's asking if he'd like to be in it. He's like, absolutely. He's like, when Adam Pierce showed me his card, so I was like, well, I can't do anything. So I put him in contact with Zeke and Zeke Mm -hmm. sent him a form and he got signed and he sent me a message just uh, yesterday. Say, is there any update on the card? Mm -hmm. I was like, (laughs) I can't say. We have to we'll, off air. You we'll have to we'll have to remind us again. We'll have to say we're we're building out our rosters for next year. Figure out what we want to do. Did he and, contact uh, you, Zeke? Yeah. And I will say we we are working on something for uh, Q4 Indies Prime. Uh, we are you know since it is right around a uh, you know somewhat big election day, we are going to have uh, some voting again. Uh, for Q4 Prime uh, for all the spots. So we, uh, Zeke and I are already kind of talking about some of the lists that we want to go through. Uh, but uh, actually, I'll open up here. here. We, we definitely want to do some, uh, um, some uh, you know, an update card, uh, some male and female cards. We were kind of thinking, you know, is there any other kind of uh, genre that we should maybe do? I know before we did like non-wrestler cards, maybe we can do that or not. Uh, I know in the past we did a, a poll amongst old wrestling cards. We could do it amongst different promotions that we've worked with, like AIW or um, or something like that. Any any uh, thoughts uh, from the panel here of some other different uh, themes we can do for Indies polls? Zeke, 
Silas is deafening. I do see one vote for the old wrestling card from Troy. Of course. Mm. <laughs> I love old wrestling. Uh, well, let's see. If there's anybody listening well, to the podcast. I mean, even the comedic would be fine. Comedian, uh, comedy one could be good. Although I, I usually rush to put those ones out. So uh, I don't know how many of those we have in the queue or not. Uh, oh, I do see a new new Eddie Kingston card from uh, from Swarm in the uh, yeah Eddie Kingston would be great. Yeah, Eddie Kingston would be really good. I, I will agree with that. Um, so yeah, if anybody listens to the podcast, if you have any thoughts there, we might put out some uh, some kind of pre thoughts on you know, who who people want to see in the polls. Any other you know specific polls that we'd want to do uh, yeah. in terms of updates or stuff like that? I was going to say a new Josh Alexander card. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, definitely. We definitely want to do an update card. So yeah, I think he was on the list of updates that we already had for sure. Yeah, uh, Josh would be good. I saw Lee talking for a second. Lee, did you have uh, an idea? Yeah, like a, a a Canadian wrestler, perhaps. Not a bad. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Get more representation from Canada. No, uh, jo- Josh is. Josh is. Yeah, he could be in that poll. He, he'll probably run away with that poll, is my guess. So. Like fortune is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could do it. Well, so I think Mike Fortune needs another new uh, Champions of the Galaxy card. That's what I think. So. I need a fourth. You know, exactly. Well, at least needs a color one. The color one. Official color one. Yes, definitely. Um, let's see here. Uh, anybody we haven't gotten to yet? I think we've gotten everybody here. And we're still without Sam, who's who, who's abandoned me, me on my birthday here. But we do have Mike. Uh, Mike. <laughs> He's, I caught him in the middle of eating something. Yeah, it's all good. All good. So um, what, what, have you, what have you been rolling recently? I know I saw some of the updates uh, you had on your Legends Fed uh, pretty recently. Anything else that you've been, uh, have you been rolling towards any of that? Have you had any time to do anything at all recently with related to actually playing the game? Well, it's that is a bit of a challenge right now, but um, I, I've uh, rolled a little more future shock. Oh, that sounds very exciting. Yeah, so it's uh, um, it's that time. So I got to kind of finish up some things, and so I can pause and put some finishing touches on some other things. Got it. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Does I, I, Mike, does like Tom, does your own Fed affect your writing for the future shock next set? Um, I would say from the standpoint that probably just that I start to see what's working and not working. Right. And so like, I, I mean, I, I know that the dice don't lie, but sometimes they're random for me as opposed to what they are for other people. Um, you know, so, but I can, I get a feel for like, if I don't like the way something's working, sometimes that I may change something up. Um, but, but I wouldn't say it's not like, well, just because somebody's the champ in my fed, for example, is going to necessarily impact the, the writing. Um, you know, the story goes where the story goes kind of things. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you get surprised by you, you maybe, I guess maybe subconsciously would be a better way to say it. Like I may get like into a character and then come up with something cool for them to do based on the fact that I just got into playing the, the card. If that makes sense. No, it does. Definitely. Do you even have the future shock stuff, Mike? Delve. Wait, what? No, I was oh, talking to Delve. Delve. Oh, Delve. I own up to 2109. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I just figured. So you you, still... you're not sure if it actually ends or not at this point. <laughs> you don't know if they're if they continue this past. <laughs> and, and I haven't read a book past probably 2091. I've literally just written all my own storylines. See, I respect you taking your time, but I, I don't understand that you still haven't bought the sets. Well, or at least read the, or read the books either. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Well, I don't, I don't read the books because I don't follow the storylines. Gotcha. Like, I, I didn't even know that until I was doing the, uh, you know, the roll-up that, uh, not roll-up, the um, the podcast a couple of weeks ago with Serpent Unman, that Serpent Unman and Bounty Hunter were a tag team. I did not know that. I forgot that. <laughs> I just was asking if, because I think you would really like what Mike did with the, his take on the cosmic forces in the CWF. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, the cosmic forces hands down were one of my favorite teams. And I, you know, I talked about them. I was, I was disappointed that they, you know, that we even haven't had somebody from that planet come back. Cause I thought it was such a unique thing. Well, you know, we got 45 know, there's, there's, guys from Earth, but only one people from that planet. What about Cygnus? That's a forgotten place. Yeah. Tom's gone Ravengers. Oh, true. But, I mean, I, I think to, to uh, you know, I hope, I'm glad, thanks, by the way, Kevin, for the shout out on the Cosmic Forces. I think oh, I, that, that was um, a great idea, buddy. Yeah, that was one of those, I had that from the beginning. Um mm-hmm. You know that I think Todd knows this, but uh, and I probably said it on the podcast at one point in time or another. But I had that um, that storyline. You know, from the moment I started writing, I knew I wanted to go there, um, and uh, I think it worked out well. So I'm glad you liked it. I agree. But Mike would love it if he ever read it. I think but he would. He won't. So <laughs> we'll never know for sure. No, he'll never read it. He'll never. I'll, read I'll it. borrow never somebody's know. book and read it. <laughs> Uh, so I do see uh, Sam is back. And actually, we did have, uh, I think, Swarm found his uh, mute button there. So, uh, hey, Rob, are you, are you, can you unmute again? Yeah. Hey, there Hi. he is. We got him. Yeah, I'm on my phone, so I've never, I've never been on my phone before. So, sorry. You've never been on your phone before? That's <laughs> not crazy. For not, for, not for Zoom. <laughs> I usually use my, uh, my, um, my laptop for yeah. Zoom. No, absolutely. Yeah, it's a little awkward on there. I know I had to take a Zoom call on the phone last night uh, for something else. Yeah. I'm like, eh, it works, but I'd much rather have the computer. So yeah. uh, I've, I've seen all the rest of the 2093 art. How do you feel about it so far? Oh, I'm happy we're done. I'm, you know, it's uh, it's been fun. It's been fun to read people's reactions. You know, people, uh, you know, these, re- these reimagined sets, doing these old sets, um, you know, it brings back a lot of memories for a lot of people. And, you know, Tom especially is very nostalgic with these things, you know. And uh, I respect that. So this set, uh, you know, you'll see a lot of guys look look similar, um, you know. But Werner's got his own style. So I think it turned out great. My favorite guys are probably probably Chopper Matic. Um, Cannibal, I know, is really popular. Yeah. Um. But Choppermatic, I think, is my favorite. Maybe I don't know. Um, who haven't we shown? I'm trying to think. Quasar. Quasar, Sectarian, Collector. Just mentioning Quasar, I'm surprised Stu didn't wake up and come back on the podcast and hopes we'd be showing the art. <laughs> yeah, I sent it to him. I sent it to him. Okay, good. Good. 
Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, you know, it's cool. I can't, I, I want to go back and I always say this every time we do one of these sets, I want to go back and start over and play. I just, you know, some of the time for it, but I, I love looking at them and I love reading the books and just having to write those little teasers. I have to open the book and like look at the bios, Tom yeah. wrote. There's so much fun, you know, like, and, um, but yeah, it's, it's, in, it's interesting. I'll just say that to, uh, <laughs> To get the reactions, I don't know. It cracks yeah. me up, man. I swear to God. Put his gloves. Make his gloves. Like, dude, it's it is what it is. You know, Tom likes his likes the stuff. He, you know, we all love Chuck's stuff, and uh, you know, it is what it is. Like, yeah, you want we'll to pay see what happens to the original in the future. Stuff. Yeah, I, you know, Future Shock and um, Kronos. You know, Tom really lets us go wild with this stuff. So, you know, I respect the. Uh, wanting to stick to traditions with the uh, with the reimagined quote-unquote stuff right right I as well yeah i think overall i think it's been a, a great job and you know definitely uh thank you for helping uh direct the art on that and helping out with all the teasers and stuff like that uh definitely very much appreciate it it's cool to kind of yeah kind of relive all those years there you know kind of rereading the book and and stuff like that being breaking out these guys again for the first time in a while yeah, and it's fun to see how Tom wrote that stuff back then, you know, yeah. it's, versus Very how different. he writes today, which today, you know, nowadays he writes, his, it's it's so much more, uh, I don't know if the word is serious, but it's different, you know. It was very, uh, I don't know what the word is, but it was, it was looser back then, you know, more comic book, I guess, right. type writing, where his stuff today is more, I think, much more um, like scripty, like a movie script. Right, right. Uh, you've seen some of the books. Like I remember that, like the, the initial books where everybody only had like you know two paragraphs about them. Mm-hmm. That's all it was, and then you know then he switched over to like the interview format. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know he's gone on, and and the books have gotten you know where they're almost like you know, uh, like thirty forty pages big. It's they look like. But more more than that, if you can say, yeah, some of them are, are even bigger than that. Yeah, bindings getting interesting. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we we get much bigger. We may have to go spiral bound on these things. <laughs> well, Speaking of spiral also, bound, there's, there, there's also the issue now. We've been having all the color artwork okay. in the book too, which obviously you know adds to adds to it all as well. So, but it looks great. <laughs> Uh, so what I think one other person that we haven't gotten to, I think he was on before, popped off, and back on. I do see Malice Lover here. How, how are you doing, Barry? Uh, I am doing okay. I had to run to a local union meeting for uh, my teaching local, and apparently I am now our political action committee chair. So that was fun. I got elected tonight, so didn't realize that was going to happen. So. What? Sorry, I had to dart out for a little bit, but it was kind of boring. Right. That was fast. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> I am drinking an IPA, uh, you know, that you'll be happy to know that. I know we, Barry and I are always talking about IPAs there. So, Well, and, and have you gotten over the milkshake, I, the tangerine milkshake IPA that I that, that I brought to, uh, Gal- like, early Galacticon? Physically, yes. Mentally, no. <laughs> 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 well, I'll never forget heel Mike Molesk 
see like drinking the uh, ju- the juicy uh, like New Belgium Voodoo Rangers, mm-hmm. and then realizing that he, they were too much. And I was talking about how good the hop stash IPA was, and he literally just grabbed my can and then handed me his. And I'm like, well, I'm not drinking that at this point. I'm I'm too gone too, so I didn't even crack it. I just let it sit there and walk out Irish goodbye style in Waterloo. It wasn't the exact way it went down, but it was pretty close. I was no, it was exactly the way it went down, Mike. You probably can't remember how it went down. Uh, oh, I remember. He Trust remembers. me. He remembers. Trust me. Uh, but no, it was great to see you out in uh, Chicago and uh, Waterloo, Barry. Um, you know, um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if we, we, we see you next year there. I know yeah, we were talking a little bit of Galacticon stuff beforehand uh, where, you know, where it's going to be, we'll hopefully, we'll hopefully know soon. So, well, I like again. I'll just show for Pittsburgh. Uh, I did like my wife and I did did that for our five year anniversary because it was with it only added two hours to our drive back from my parents' house. That city is incredibly underrated, almost to the point that we were we were gonna we were thinking about going out there for like my spring break, like hmm. very warm weather, and you know the end of March in Pittsburgh. Well, we did do uh, Galacticon there a couple of years ago. Uh, well, at least we, you know, we did went in Friday night and to see a Pirates game in downtown, and then we were out in the suburbs after that for the uh, actual con. But you know, it was definitely cool and love me some Permanti brothers. So you know, that's always a oh, good yeah. thing. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, we you know, say so we have a you know one idea, probably two ideas that we're kind of looking at there and kind of deciding between those at this point. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll know something soon. And I know Pete, Pete Beck's pushing for Maryland. There's there's a lot of people down in that area that I know are uh, are itching for something. We've never been down in, in the you know that part. Of I'm sure we couldn't give in Stu Lowry to make it up there if that's the case. Have, too. have you seen his house on Facebook? We could do yeah. Galacticon. We could do it at his house. At his house. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. If he already told, lets us, then yeah, sure. <laughs> he said, he, like, he told me when I jokingly told him that I'd be staying at his, could, could he put put me up at his house? He's like, yeah, we got plenty of room out in the backyard for tents. <laughs> like, thanks, Pete. Awesome. Excellent. Bring your Winnebago, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'll hand back over the uh, reins to Sam, who's rejoined uh, us here. I have, yeah, I had to step away. It was, you know, bedtime and stuff. Um, so I'm sure I missed some delightful things. Um, what I'm not currently missing is Tony Storm getting rammed headfirst into a steel chair in the corner, allowing Serena Deeb to get the pinfall victory, which I'm sure will lead to a Serena Deeb-Tony Storm match for the championship at some point, which will be very cool. Of course, it also allows Britt Baker, DMD, to get the one-up over Tony Storm and Athena. Um... Does, does that give them the? Does that give Deeb the uh, title shot next week in Grand Slam? Uh, maybe. He's like, you know, Britt's the one that's that's the big feud here, but yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, I could see I, from the looks of it, I could see like uh, you know Athena and Britt having another match, and then um, you know possibly uh, uh, getting um, Tony Storm and Serena Deeb in a ring because that would be a great match. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, now we have. Oh, there comes Jimmy Hader, um, who is probably right now, based off of this reaction, the most over woman in AEW, um, yeah. and is in a cat suit that is. <laughs> well, you know, 
Oh, it's an no, audio. It's an audio medium. It. Yeah. Oh. How about that? I um, did see they released the uh, Jamie Hader uh, action figure prototype at the uh, fan fest at all. Nice. All out. Um, yeah, she. They definitely enhanced certain features. I will. I will just say that. Wow. So. Wow. All right. Well, hey, Sam, real quick question. Yeah. Do you, do you believe any of the hype behind the idea that the Jacksons and uh, Omega have been in touch with uh, Triple H on that about so possibly going to WWE when the contract's up? Or did, so did I miss that? I apologize if I did. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, uh, I did mention it briefly, but uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say again. I, You know, I have no idea. I think that um, – you know, if, if if Meltzer is to be believed, the Bucks have told him directly that there's no truth to, to any of the WWE stuff, um, which, you know, good Lord, who knows, right? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I it, It's so murky to, to figure out what's going to happen and how it's all going to go down. I say again, I just want to see a police report. Um, especially if there's, you know, talk of lawsuits. It's like, imagine like bringing a lawsuit without having contacted the police and trying to get a police report together. Uh, it's, you know, it's not unheard of obviously, but under the circumstances, you would have think that that would have been something that they would do. Um, no, how crippling that would be to your reputation that you had to go and get the police, even though you're a big, tough wrestler. In 1985, that, that, maybe, but in 2022, no, I don't think it would actually be crippling your reputation so, at all. Suing somebody in court <laughs> isn't exactly like I'm a tough guy who can't handle it. I, you know, I mean, can handle these guys. I mean, it's you know, if you're going to sue somebody, you may as well call the cops because that's what you need to do to win the suit. It'd be a death knell in your in your coffin. No, no one would hire you again if you got into a if you couldn't stand up for yourself, and then you sued somebody instead. You'd never see the guy work again. No one would touch you. I don't know. On a different note, Josh Woods has turned into a beast, hasn't he? Yes, he, yes, has. he has. Yeah, without a doubt. Man. Yeah, he's uh, he's a hell of a competitor. He's a guy that I'd like to see get some more exposure. And, um, you know, I know towards the end of Ring of Honor there, he was certainly, you know, moving moving up the card. But, uh, yeah, we got a, uh, he's pretty We got a Josh Woods guy. card. We do indeed. We do indeed. But he doesn't look like that. <laughs> Man. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it, it, it's weird how little I have thought about it over the past week. Uh, I thought about it a lot, you know, for two days um, and trying to, like, parse out uh, uh, what was important and what wasn't and, and then just kind of came to the conclusion that, like, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, there are so many really wonderfully, incredibly talented guys that are, are, are still getting featured um, on AEW and, and regardless of, of, of what happens with you know, the, the four principal kind of, uh, folks that were involved in this whole situation. Um, I don't think that the wrestling industry is going to, uh, want for long when it comes to Kenny Omega, the young bucks, uh, or if he still wants to see him punk, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I know, I know two big injuries that keep you on the shelf for, you know, basically a year combined, um, at the point where he, it wasn't his career. I mean, even if this does turn out to be like some sort of work, if the injuries shoot, then, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't see him necessarily being in this much longer. You know, he said he was going to ride it till the wheels fell off. And I have a feeling that after something like this, you might just consider the wheels falling off. So, um, 
the fact of the matter is there's money to be made, right? There's money to be made. If, 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 if they want to make money off of this, they can make money off of this. Um, so uh, if, it's, if it's work, if it's shoot, who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, you know, my general thought is, is just wishing all of them the best and to get it all squared away in their, in their minds and their emotions and, 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 and work it out so that they can separate themselves far from it because it's definitely the type of thing that would, that would stick with you. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my, my thoughts and feelings on that. Fantastic comment here from Michael Brada, I will say. <laughs> I was roommates with Ace Steel for a year and he never once threw a chair at me or tried to bite me. Um, yeah, I mean, is, is that true, Michael? You were you were roommates with Ace. Yes, Ace was my trainer, one of my trainers, because I, I uh, trained out at the Steel Domain to be a referee and a manager. And yeah, then after I was moving out of the house at time, and he was uh, had just moved back into the city, and he was living with his parents, and he was looking to get a place. So uh, we roommated together. Pretty cool. Uh, but uh, again, no, no, no altercations like that, huh? No, he was. The, we never even had a harsh word to one another. So <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Um, he was he was standing up for his friend. He's trying to save a dog. What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> I just think Michael's scarier than Kenny Omega. That's all. This is very true. I'll give him that. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, so what else have we got going on? I, I don't know. Todd, you want to try pulling out that tournament, seeing seeing what we can do? Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this tournament fast. I, 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 we'll we'll do, do a little bit of a discussion here, but I'll go through, do a couple of votes. I promise not to talk a, a lot. If we have a tie, uh, I will break the tie. Uh, so uh, we'll start out first here. Uh, first matchup, uh, two friends here uh, that, that did headline a pay-per-view together. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. <laughs> uh, so let's go first over uh, to Swarm. Would you say Moxley or Kingston? Which is your which one would you prefer us to go on? This is a regular match or some kind of special this, match? Yeah, whatever you want it to be. With your favorite guy <laughs> who would win a match. Yeah, it's kind of loose loose here on these. Is these, this an, uh, it's so it, it doesn't mean it's an eight? Okay, uh, give me Eddie Kingston, please. Oh, an Eddie Kingston vote. All right. Yeah, I love that Eddie Kingston card. Yeah. It is a really great card. The defensive uh, focus of it and everything. Absolutely. All right. Let's go over to uh, Malice Lover. Who do, you, who do you got here? John Moxley or Eddie Kingston? Just point of clarification. Are we talking the Pro Prime PDF Moxley or the CZW I'm going to say whatever one that you want. I'd say probably the best version of him. There's also the black and white version. Too. Yeah, right. I'm probably that might go, be the most prime version. Yeah, I, I probably am going to go with Moxley, like with the black and white version from that mm-hmm. point. All right. Let's go over to um, John Reifenberg. Are you still on? I'm still here. Who do you got here? John Moxley or Eddie Kingston? I'll, I'll take Kingston. Ooh, we got a Kingston vote here. Wow. All right. Uh, let's see uh, how it goes here. Let's go over to Michael Brada. Who do you got here, John Moxley or Eddie Kingston? I'll take John Moxley. John Moxley. All right, that means I get the deciding vote. Hey, wait a minute. I don't get a vote? 
No, I'm just vote? doing five. You're going to get voted in the next one. No, not everybody gets to vote here on this. Yeah, oh. it's my tournament. It's my birthday. It's my party. Birthday. You will vote when I say you can vote. It's exactly. rigged. This whole thing is rigged. Uh-huh. Totally, 100%. Um, so as much as I love his matches, love his promos, uh, rooted for him many years, booked him in the main event of a show that I, that I ran. Unfortunately, I cannot give my vote to Eddie Kingston because I have to give it to our two-time AEW champion, maybe three times soon, John Moxley, who will advance. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Our next uh, matchup is uh, two former... Well, one is a former WWE star, one is a former NXT star. Both debuted the same day on AEW television, and that is uh, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, who just came out right now on TV. That's right. Uh, against Adam Cole Bebe. Uh, let's give the first vote here. Sam, why don't you give us the first vote on this one? Brian Danielson. This is a uh, foregone conclusion. Yeah, look, so, you know, here's the thing. Like, uh, first of all, I, like, it, I'm glad I didn't have to vote in the last one because it would have pained me to yes. choose between those two. Uh, though I do think the right call was made ultimately with, with Moxley. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's got to be Danielson. I mean, Danielson's, uh, you know, just one of the best uh, um, now 20 years in the past 20 years, you know, 20 years from now, he'll still be considered one of the best. So um, yeah. And Adam Cole's great and he's entertaining. um, But yeah, it's gotta be Danielson for me. All right. Danielson gets one vote. I did hear him chime in here. Carl Zilla, you get the next vote. (laughs) I got to go with, I got to go with Brian Danielson. Uh, He's one of the only modern guys that I can stomach so, and not just stomach, but actually will, uh, you know, enjoy. So yeah, he's think, a, he's a definite. I think almost any kind of a fan can really enjoy Danielson, no matter what kind of genre you're into. He kind of appeals. Yeah. To I mean, he can do the, he can do the more modern style with the right opponent. He can do the kind of stuff that I enjoy where it's uh, um, um, a slower, more old school style match. I mean, he's just, he's a very versatile wrestler. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's go over Danielson and Adam Cole. Let's give a vote over to Lee. Lee, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. I vote for uh, Danielson. All right, Brian Danielson. Read a nothing here. <laughs> All right, we'll just move on to the next matchup here. Well, I have a and, question, Todd. Yeah, are yeah. We, are we voting on the cards or are we voting just on the wrestlers? Uh, good vote on either you can vote on either one it's, it's kind of kind of loose with you know whether you want to vote for the card whether you want to vote who's you, you think is the better wrestler I'm, I'm kind of good whatever you want to do but it's not a vote for a new card no no unfortunately but not. it could be <laughs> could be could be but probably not <laughs> at least not right now uh, Kevin, we'll give you this uh, vote here. This is between two of the uh, four pillars of AEW. Uh, <laughs> young guys really made a difference here. We got MJF versus Darby Allen. MJF all day long. MJF, the one there. MJF from CZW5. Darby yep. Allen from Evolve 4. Let's give the next vote to Troy. MJF. MJF. Ooh. I feel like I know where this one's going here. Uh, let's give a vote to Mike. Which Mike? Oh, sorry. Have you, yeah, we'll give it to you, Mike. Mike, (laughs) uh, Mike Dub. Uh, I'll do MJF. All right. That's a sweep for MJF. 
All right, let's be. go on to our last first round match here. This is a story then AW that took about uh, you know good two years or so to tell. Um, former tag team champions, both former world champions as well. And that is uh, Kenny Omega against Hangman Adam Page. Let's give the vote, first vote here to Mike M. Well, I mean, it's kind of tough. I mean, there's a couple of tough matchups here. I mean, Adam Cole, baby, getting shut out was a yeah. bit of a surprise, but based on his opponent, it wasn't. Um, this one is a tough one, but I mean, Kenny Omega's suspended right now, so I think <laughs> Hangman Page wins by default for me. <laughs> The suspensions do carry over to uh, the <laughs> online simulator, yes. But who has the better Champions of the Galaxy card? Uh, that would that would be Omega, I would assume. Uh, yeah, yeah, but oddly not by much, because that not second, much, page, that second Adam better. Page card is pretty good. But yeah, I, I, I would yeah. still probably say Omega's card is better. Together too, yeah. That's right. I wish they were both a little stronger now, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Well, when they... When we did them, I mean, uh, Omega had not yet won them. the G1. And, uh, when, when, yeah. yeah, when they were done, I would say certainly with, with Paige, it was, yeah, uh, um, right on the money. I, I would still argue Omega's card could have been a little stronger maybe, but I don't know. Maybe not. Fair. Fair. It was good, I think, at the time. I, oh, I, it was a, I, you it's know, a damn good card, yeah. It, you know, I mean, I, I think that, you know, it's it, sometimes it's tough because you look back and you're like, well, how can so-and-so not have a better card? Well, you know, I mean, if you knew right what they be, became, you know, you would. But yeah. I, I think that, um, yeah. I mean, look, I'd love to do the AEW updates that right, right. Get my Chris Jericho card in that, and and we you know throw in some updates for these guys. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Right. Someday. Someday. As long as they don't shut down first, we'll see. Uh, so we'll maybe the best so, time. Who knows? So. Maybe uh, we'll go to our last. Uh, let's see, our next vote is going to go to someone who's not voted yet. Who is Zeke? Zeke, who do you got here? Kenny Omega or Hangman Adam Page? Uh, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. I figured that was coming there. Smart guy. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's give the next vote uh, to. Uh, let's see, is Swarm. Are you still there? Sorry, I'm, I'm having a, my, my internet's kind of unstable, and I, I think I might have missed. Uh, with, um, uh, I, I said Kenny Omega. I don't know if yeah, we got you. We got okay, you, Kenny okay. Omega. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, so, so what is your vote, Kenny Omega or Hangman Adam Page? Oh man, well, that's extremely tough because forever that Kenny Omega card was my favorite card, and forever Kenny Omega was like not forever, but for a few years there, he was my favorite wrestler. Um, but Paige, his recent, I really am a big fan of his recent stuff. Um, man, that is really tough. I'm going to say Kenny Omega just because that signing, I remember when Zeke uh, told me he had him signing. You had him signed for a while before we actually carded him, didn't you? I think. Yeah, Zeke signed him way, way back at a, at yeah, a, uh, a uh, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I just remember being because every time you know, whenever a set came up, I'd email Zeke or text him and say, "Okay, who do you have anybody that makes sense?" And he was just like, "Oh, I got Kenny Omega." I'm like, <laughs> really? Are you kidding me? And that was right when his—I think I could be wrong about this, but I believe that's when 
when he was uh, doing his thing with uh, Okada in, in New Japan, and it was just like the hottest thing in wrestling at the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just like I couldn't believe it. It was just the uh, most unbelievable timing. So I just I think just for that memory, uh, but I, I I like both these guys. Um, so can Page especially I like yeah. I think Page is like I think he he could be a real good future uh, main eventer type of guy. And Kenny Omega is yeah. Kenny Omega is more like a veteran type of guy. I think I think he still has good years in him left. But I I, I kind of put him in the same grouping with like Jericho, kind of like with Jericho those guys Danielson just those vets those really. Whereas Paige is still kind of like in his in his prime, I think. So I'll give it to Omega right now. All right, sounds nice. good. All right, so we got two votes for Omega, one vote for Hangman Page. Let's give uh, the fourth vote here. Wait, did Rob? Lee. Who did Lee, Rob who vote for? Because it sounded like he talked both, both guys up. <laughs> he did talk both sure. guys up. Yeah, that's what you want to do. But his final his final answer was Kenny Omega. So. Yes. yes. Yeah. Lee, who do you got here? Kenny Omega or Hangman Page? Uh, I'll go with Omega. All right. Going for the Canadian. I see how it is. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So Kenny Omega moving on. All right. Let's go. Our next match is our semifinals. Two members of the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. We got John Moxley versus Ryan Danielson. This is a big one here. Who do you got, Troy? Oh, American Dragon for sure. Dragon. (laughs) All right, we got uh, Moxley and Danielson. Sam, who do you got? I got Moxley. You got Moxley, man. I was yeah. expecting a 10-minute response. No, no, I got <laughs> Moxley. I mean, the thing is, is like Moxley's work over the past, you know, year, and even before that, you know, even, you know, even two years, uh, has just been kind of something to marvel at because he hasn't necessarily been going out there and putting on clinics like Danielson or, you know, even, even though people like to engage in revisionist history. Now the matches that like CM Punk was having, um, which, you know, which were regardless of who they borrowed heavily from, uh, were a hell of a lot of fun to watch. But, uh, but there's just something about, there's something about his intensity and his heart. And, and then when you pair that all with the story uh, over the past year and, you know, and him fighting some very real demons and, um, you know, being so open about it and, 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 and just, just doing whatever has been asked of him, you know, at any point in time to the point that like, I'm supposed to be on vacation, you know, and here he is back taking part in this tournament. Um, and the promo that he gave last week, I mean, he's, he's definitely the ace of the company and, uh, I'm just incredibly impressed with him because I think he's reached a level that he always knew he had, but he never quite tapped into when he was a WWE for whatever reason, you know, and I place some of that blame on him, just like stone cold Steve Austin did when he was on his podcast. But I think that like, yeah, I, I, I think that he's finally started to fully realize what he's capable of, and it's been pretty amazing. Thank you, Sam. Kevin, was that a more appropriate Sam response there? <laughs> All right, let's yes. go to you, Kevin, uh, for, for the next vote here. You got Moxley or Danielson? I'm voting on the cards, and the bloody-eyed Brian Danielson card is the best indie card ever made. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, that card's awesome. That card. All right, let's go to Mike. Mike, what do we got? John Mike, Mike uh, uh, Molesky, John Moxley, or Brian Danielson? Uh, 
gosh, that's tough because I, I love love Mox's work, uh, particularly lately. But I got to go with uh, Danielson here. Danielson taking it. Yes. All right. I bet you this will surprise everybody, but I probably would have voted for Moxley there. Oh, I think wow. he, I think he's. I think he's more important to the future of AEW. And as much as I don't enjoy it, I don't want to see it fail necessarily. It's it's a viable alternative. And the more alternatives you have, the better the, the whole ecosystem is. And, I mean, Danielson is a, is a great worker and he's fun to watch for me, whereas Moxley is not. But I, I think that Moxley has more time in his tank. He is less of slightly less plagued by injury. And just he's he's overall like a more important feature in the AEW ecosystem. So, yeah, I think those are fair points. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Carl. Well, Carl, we're going to give you the uh, first vote on the next one here. Probably two guys you don't like as much. (laughs) Uh, We'll see which one you like least less. Uh, MJF and Kenny Omega. I actually don't dislike MJF, so I'm, and I I absolutely detest Kenny Omega. Like he is <laughs> probably him and the Young Bucks are probably my least favorite current wrestling people. Um, so you I'm going to go. With, <laughs> yeah, we have that in common. I, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with MJF. Okay, MJF over Kenny Omega, the first one here. All right, uh, Malice, you haven't you just voted the once, right? Uh, just making sure I go. All right, uh, Malice, who do you got, MJF or Kenny Omega? Based on the, I mean, just based on kind of how good that Omega card is, and I kind of agree with Sam. It could have been tweaked a little bit to be a little bit stronger. Um, from that standpoint, I'm going to go with uh, Kenny Omega. From all right. Best in the world set. Troy, we'll go to you next. MJF or Kenny Omega? Yeah. I'm sorry, what did you say? MJF. MJF. Who needs Another a vote? He's taking the lead here. <laughs> uh, let's go. Michael Brana, you haven't had a second vote yet, right? Correct. All right, who do you got here? MJF I'll, or Kenny Omega? I'll go MJF. MJF going to the finals because he's better than me. So, (laughs) at least you know it, though. So, you know it, so it's good. They're working an injury angle here in this uh, Jericho and Danielson match before we get to the finals. I just got to throw this out there. They're working this injury angle right now, and it's great because they're having Danielson like he's taking off his boot. He's like, like, I mean, this is this is actually pretty, uh, pretty cool. Um, just because it's a little different. And uh, they've had a great, great match up until now. I mean, like, Danielson beat the piss out of Jericho for the first, like, half of this match. And then Jericho would get in some offense here. It's really interesting the way that, like, Danielson has clearly been, like, the, you know, the aggressor for most of this match. And, and that, you know, Jericho, crafty as he is, hasn't been able to stay on top for too long. And now here they are. Um, it's it's showing a more vicious side of Jericho than we've seen the past couple of weeks because he's been kind of treading that babyface line. So... It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right. Let's get to these finals here. All right. Uh, hey, Todd, quick yeah. question to get to the finals. Is there a statute of limitations on the signings? Meaning, like, guys that are signed, like MJF in the CW5 set, and now that they're in AEW, does that prevent you from doing an update on them? Does it prevent us? No. I mean, there's certain ones that do, but at the same time, you know, we just kind of always want to you know, tread lightly in what we do. 
Uh, right. We know these guys have different uh, things going on right now with, you know, their, their merchandising and stuff like that. And, you know, it's nothing that we want to, you know, even though, yeah, we probably could do some at the same time. I think we kind of just want to be careful with what we put out. Got you. So, yeah. Guys, there's somebody else who is an AEW that I know Mike gives me grief about all the time that uh, we had an opportunity to do a card for, but uh, we did not. So we'll see. Maybe someday that, that card will get made. Hey, Todd, just a question kind of to piggyback off what uh, KB mentioned, but like how how do you distinguish between like the Tyler Black card that came out, right? His most recent card. Wasn't he like in NXT at that point or FC like FCW? Like how do you distinguish between Tyler Black's most recent card was after he was world champion in WWE. Like that was like a world champion card. And right, so was yeah. Moxley's latest card. They were both like, you know, world champion cards. So how, how I'm just going to jump in. I'll jump in and say every deal's different. And we're not going to get into legalities of individual guys on this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So, yeah. No, yeah. The, but in general, things, we're not looking to poke somebody's eye who's got a deal, right? right? And we know that we could be jeopardizing some deal they've got. That's not what we want to do. Right. Mike, that, that was the answer I was looking for. Sorry. My question was in like IPA induced there. I appreciate IPA induced. It's, it's okay. It, uh, right. it just yeah, no, no, didn't no come out as clearly as I wanted. The answer you gave right at the end, that was the answer I was looking for. Not wanting the other thing I'll say is times change and kind of practices that we've had at Phil Singer Games have changed over time too. So what was maybe true in one point in time is not true now. And that could be for the good or, or the bad, depending on, you know, what, you know, Somebody who said no before is now saying yes. Something that your card we put out before would be put out the card now with certain deals, maybe not. So, okay. uh, Anything okay. can happen. Anything can happen. That's right. All right, we're going to get to our finals here. We got our finals of Brian Danielson. We'll see if he makes it to the finals of this AEW tournament here. Taking on the guy that, you know, he could very well face in the if uh, he does win the whole thing here in uh, – the Joker himself, MJF. Well, we're going to give the first vote here to um, to well, actually. He didn't sign either one of these guys, you know, for once. And uh, uh, I said I signed Brian Danielson, and Wild signed uh, MJF. But our guy who signs most everybody else is, is Zeke. Zeke, are you still with us there? Who who do you got, Brian Danielson or MJF? Okay. Hey, first of all, um, I. Uh, um, just real quickly, the, the, the thing about King Omega, I mean, you know, it just uh, it's just really bad tonight, and it cut out um, when we were talking about it, and I didn't want to interrupt uh, about the uh, when we got when you know he yeah, he did sign a PWG, and um, uh, we thought about putting him in the Ring of Honor once he started uh, when once uh, 2016 when New Japan and Ring of Honor were working together, and King Omega was was, was doing some Ring of Honor appearances, and that's about the time we. Uh, we figured it would be a good time to move him in there. Um, I missed, yeah, because uh, we really weren't doing anything with any other promotion he was working with at the time. Yeah, yeah I, I missed some ROH appearances. Yeah, and I, I'm sorry, sorry about that. It's just it's just been a bad, and it's been pretty uneven tonight. So I missed, I didn't. Sorry, uh, um, I uh, if I missed if I missed any questions, I apologize. I, I, I thought it was coming nope, in. You're out. good, dude. I just thought you were going out signing people, Zeke. That's all. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, Give him but, a couple uh, weeks when the cauliflower alley's in town, then you know. Um, 
But um, okay, MJF and uh, Brian Danielson. I'm Brian Danielson's like my third favorite wrestler, so I'll vote for Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson with the vote. Uh, Mike Fortune, we haven't gotten to you for a second time, I don't think, right? No. Uh, let's go to you here for this vote. Brian Danielson or MJF? Uh, I think I'm going to go the, the experience route and give it to uh, Brian. Going to Brian. All right. Well, Brian's going for a crossface here as we're talking here. Um, anybody I've not gone to for a second time yet? I think I've gotten everybody, right? All right, well, I'm going to make this call right here, right now. Give my vote in here. As much as I love MJF, <laughs> uh, I think he's a great uh, one, a great uh, promo, fantastic character, one of my absolute favorites. I'm going to go here with the card, uh, which is where we're talking about guys who are closing your games cards. I'm going to go with the card route and say that Brian Danielson's got one of the best cards ever, and he just freaking tapped out Jericho to go to the finals, and he just won our tournament as well. Yeah, well that finishing stretch of that match, that like everything crazy. post-injury was just awesome. Like you could argue well, if you wanted psychology. to get hypercritical and you want to talk about maybe he was, you know, in the hold too long or whatever, you could probably do that. But I thought it was awesome. And I love the reversal of the figure four uh, into the bell lock. And just, yeah, that was. Oh, that you got was, me wanting to watch this match now. It's great stuff. And now we're <laughs> yeah, going to get Moxley and Danielson at Grand Slam. And here comes Mox. So we got the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. I'm surprised you didn't put Daniel Garcia in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> we had a bigger bracket. Here I would have scripted him sure. to win. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I will say one thing kind of interesting about the MJF Brian Danielson finals is that uh, kind of the same point that was made about like the difference between, um, you know, was it uh, Page and Omega? Um, but the. Uh, uh, the idea that MJF's upside is is, is going to be better, you know, long term um, than than Danielson's, um, and I think what Danielson can provide them, especially for you know the next couple of years, and you know until his contract runs out or whatever, um, is is. I mean, it's immeasurable, I think, what he can do both behind the scenes and in the ring, um, and getting eyes on the product. But I think that yeah, MJF is is like your guy for for the long term if you want to ease your franchise player. So. Um, I could see a scenario where MJF winning that would not have been a huge upset. Um, but I will say that I think, yeah, I think Danielson winning is, is the right call. Now to we'll see if point. it happens next week. We'll see. To, the, we'll see. to Carl Zilla's point. Chance. See, Carl Zilla, he voted. That, that's always been what I said I had struggled with, with uh, Legends of Wrestling. Separating the person from the character and the playing card. Because Carl Zilla said, and rightfully so, that he absolutely hated Kenny Omega. Some of the exploits he's done outside the ring. So when it comes to Legends of Wrestling, if I pull out Jimmy Snuka's card, you know, I'm like, man, he was never convicted. But <laughs> so, but if you go strictly on the Phil Singer games, there's no way MJF beats that Kenny Omega card. No, no. way. Yeah. Well, the dice don't lie, Kevin. It can happen. We'll see. We could we could simulate it right now and see what happens. I'm gonna I'm gonna call that up right now. Actually, now simulate it. it. I bet you Kenny Omega wins nine out of ten, if not ten out of ten. 
I was gonna. I was gonna. Have you guys ever heard of Doctor Bo Hightower? No. He's got a. He's got a YouTube channel. He's a chiropractor. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I he does say, wrestlers. I know that name. Yeah, yeah. He, he he does he does wrestlers, and so when he's doing them, he, he does like an, an, an you know like a, a forty to fifty minute show with the guys, and while well, he's doing it, and they're just talking about all their career paths and how they got off their matches, what got them hurt. Uh, their you know their list of injuries and you know all, all the all their background stuff, but he's I'm just looking at the guys he's done: Bobby Lashley, Mark Henry, Kenny Omega, Mick Foley, Ken Shamrock, Bill Goldberg, uh, Jamera Said, uh, Z Lee. Uh, he's even done some UFC guys. He did Shayna Baszler. I was watching a bunch of the women they went in, and they were like, he's asking me like, who's who's the strongest women wrestler hands down he goes is it uh bianca blair and they're like no 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 they go it's it's uh um ria she said he can she can lift as much as some of the men <laughs> wow i uh, i just simulated the match here kenny omega won the match in a minute and 24 seconds <laughs> yeah it took five moves so i mean how do you separate the person from phil singer game card that's See, that's what I thought this tournament was based on the cards. Oh, but. it's about it's about whatever you want it to be. I'm always loose, <laughs> loose with that. As you can see by, by the Galactic Card Cup rules. So there yeah, you go. I I didn't vote based on the cards at all. I don't play indies, so I, I had no no you know uh, like knowledge of the cards. I just voted based on their their real world upside or downside potential or how we you know and then my gut feeling too like i said i would have voted for moxley even though i don't like him you know right but you know also mjf's just getting started talk again in 10 years mjf might be one of the best ever right i think i think mjf has a lot of potential i i i mean he's what like 24 25 and I mean, I, I think some of the pro, like, I'm not, I don't agree with Jim Cornette that he's like the best talker ever. I find some of his promo stuff to be a little bit on the immature side and just, uh, I don't know, yeah, not for me, but he's definitely good at it. You know, um, it's like, he just needs to kind of hone what he talks about and, and some of the the one-liners that he uses or whatever, you know? And, and I think that that comes with experience and age um, and and not just sort of the, I don't know the cheap heat or the mm. the the low hanging fruit, which he seems to use a lot. And I mean that that's fine because he does it well. It's just it's still low hanging fruit. So I think he he if he improved on that, he'd be amazing for me. I'm going but to shock he, everyone. I completely agree with everything that Carl just said. <laughs> I don't have the cards. I don't have the cards in front of me. Which card is actually stronger? The bloody-eyed ROH card or the black and white one with the world title on his shoulder? That is incredibly debatable. Talking Brian Danielson, obviously. I think the bloody-eyed one, uh, like if you rank them by like the, what is it, the raw rating or whatever, is slightly higher. But I don't think it's like a major difference. The only one I have is the black and white one, and it it performs pretty pretty well against pretty anyone I want to stick it against. So, what we should all really be asking is how does it stack up against the Chikara card? Yeah, 
Yeah, Jakara <laughs> card is definitely the worst of all. <laughs> I mean, it's still it's still a good card it's though. Good it's card. not it's like yeah, really good, but it's not yeah. No, yeah. Um. So uh, just one thing I did want to mention here. I know we got. I think we need to wrap up uh, pretty soon. I need to go uh, help yeah. uh, make sure my son gets to bed here. But he helped me build <laughs> our two Legos. Yes. Or Tauntaun and Adat, they look really cool. I yeah. thought the Adat was the two 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 foot one. No, that's a ATST, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, well, I got the large Adat as well. That is correct. Yeah. So, just definitely wanted to show that off to everybody there. And uh, I think once we end the Zoom here, I'll show everybody. Else, the, the mic's okay. I can show everyone the Zoom. Uh, the Legends card for Friday. Does, does that work for you, Mike? Ooh. Do you forget when you, you come hang out with us for Friday or not? Do not share on the board. We promise. Yeah, I can't share on the board. No Barry share. just left, so you know he'll miss out. Get, on I, I want an NDA, NDA from all of you before. The <laughs> <is over. laughs> I stayed up, up an hour past my bedtime just to see. Are, are we going to sign off first and then do? We'll this, sign off we first, gonna, and we'll show everybody yeah. still who, who showed up. Uh, the, the, that so yes. All um, right. Uh, well, uh, happy, happy, happy birthday, Todd, Tournament Master. Uh, I'm so glad that we got the chance to do this. Um, I hope you have enjoyed uh, the experience, um, and, and thank you for arranging the tournament uh, and for, for everything everything that you do. Well, thank you, Sam, and thank you for everybody who uh, came here tonight. Uh, there. I know a couple of people have already had to leave there, but definitely appreciate everybody for coming in here and for all the other birthday wishes I uh, received from other uh, promoters online, too. Awesome birthday. Thank you, guys. Raven said happy birthday, too, before she went to bed for the oh. night. Oh, thank Raven for me. And also, yeah, yeah happy happy birthday. I haven't said it yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Carl. <laughs> Yeah, um, my entire household wishes Todd a happy birthday, and, uh, and I'm sure uh, our friends on the Baltic all do too. Oh yes, definitely. I'm Mark as well. Mm. <laughs> Gimmick infringement. Um, yeah, thank you so much uh, for everyone for for joining us for hanging out. Um, uh, this has been a heck of a lot of fun, and uh, we should do it again. You know, we won't have a birthday to celebrate, but we should do one of these things again. Uh, it's been a blast. Uh, we're going to get out of here, but we'll be back next week, of course, with a brand new episode of Roll Up, where we can talk about all the pre-order madness. Um, is that is that trademarked? That gimmick's been used before. We uh, used we can, it's, it's trademarked for us, <laughs> but we, right? Uh, we can use uh, uh, all of the pre-order uh, uh, madness and promoter madness and everything in between. Um, talk about uh, all the great releases that are coming your way very, very soon. Uh, and Todd, do we have something specific arranged for next week? I do, but I have a list in the other room, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to find out about it then. It's all right. It's it's uh, you're going to end up somewhere on Fate's Wide Wheel. Do you see what I did there? Um, so uh, thank you all so very much. We really appreciate it. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Uh, keep those dice rolling, and remember to always roll responsibly. <laughs> <laughs>